and we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank y'all for joining me tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live in the show, and I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over these internets, all over mainstream media, social media, everywhere, and I don't know where to start. First of all, Trump has been indicted by the Manhattan Grand Jury. Is he going to go to the penitentiary? Is he going to go to the clink? Is he going to go to Rikers? Are they going to do the perp walk? All of that could happen as early as Tuesday in New York. We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. Also, speaking about Trump and getting locked up and whatnot, there were quote unquote insurrections in Kentucky and Tennessee at the respective state capitals in Frankfurt and Nashville. I wonder why there wasn't much media coverage about that. I wonder why it wasn't seen in the same light as January 6th. 2021 we'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later also more about the nashville shooting a former friend of the shooter spoke out to don lemon on cnn and there was quite a few things to talk about in that interview especially what don lemon was talking about as it relates to the shooter we'll get on that a little more a little later also the video that I played you guys in the in the video I did uh, earlier in the week about the Atlanta cop getting shoulder checked by the criminal. This man held all kind of stuff on him. Had a gun, a, a, a window punch, a warrant, gang affiliations. We'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. Thank y'all again for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you like what you're hearing thus far, if you like the content in general, please give the video a thumbs up. Also, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. We got quite a few topics on deck for tonight. And before we get into it, y'all know how I do. Please visit the sponsors, PatriotPost.us. You guys should already be subscribed to them by now. They should already bookmarked. You should be going to their website daily, PatriotPost.us. Link will always be in the description box or just visit the website directly, patriotpost.us. I have a column over there. It's going to be, uh, I'm, I'm going to commit to doing it weekly. That's what I decided to do. My column over on Patriot Post. and may start another column for a different um, website, but my guys, my ride or die, my road dogs, patriotpost.us, y'all talking about right now. Also, Go to my website. Y'all know the drill. AnthonyBLogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B, L-O-G-A-N dot C-O-M. As you go to the front page, you're able to see articles that I write that are basically like context for all the videos that I create. So if you're ever wondering, hey, where'd you get that tidbit of information, ABL? Where'd you get that um, news? Where'd you get that? piece of knowledge go to the website go to the article and you can see the sources right there if you want to see a full video without my commentary uncensored video whatever is legal for me to put on the website will go on the website youtube can't control that the federales can't control it yet at least anthonyblogan.com also please go to the contact page for all my contact information my email address my snail mail address my social media accounts my facebook twitter instagram all that good stuff is right there on anthonyblogan.com forward slash contact. And of course, my weekly PSA, whenever I post a video on this channel, 
and you comment on it, if there is a reply to your comment that looks like me talking about text this number, um, I could coach you about cryptocurrency or some other kind of weird random thing. That's not me. I don't know anything about cryptocurrency. Uh, with Bitcoin, can you can you buy and sell it? I, I don't know too much about that. Okay. If you're wondering about cryptocurrency, if you're wondering about foreign exchange, Forex, I'm not the guy for you. You need to go holler at somebody else, some guru, pay him whatever kind of money it is. Hopefully you get the right instructions. I'm not that guy. So if you see comments like that, it's not me. It's a bot. Don't get scammed. I don't want to see you guys emailing me talking about, yeah, I've been talking to this person for a week now, and then I send them some money and I didn't get it back. Hey, I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to ask you for money ever in a YouTube comment. The only way you could ever give me money is through official channels like my website um, or right here on the stream or anything that's like uh, on the video. For example, there should be something like on the actual video itself where it says uh, like a button, a like super thanks or something like that, a super chat. That's all you could do. Texting a number directly and then communicating through a back channel. Uh-uh. Don't do it. Don't get scammed in 2023. We're not. We don't have any time for that. All my official contact information is on the website. If you don't see it on there, it's not real. There's also a number you could call this show, but you're only going to see it during this show, and it's only going to work during this show. That's right, Tanisha. Hey, I'm no Nigerian prince. I'm not a Nigerian prince. I, I do not have any money to send back to my home country, to Edo State. I don't have the money to send back, okay? I'm not this rich guy you think I am. I'm not, I am not Tim. I'm just a regular person, just like you and I. I'm a regular person, huh? But anyway, anthonybelogan.com. Everything right there is what you need. Also, go to ablmerch.com. Y'all know what it is. We got hats, t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more right there on the website. All my links will be in the description box. This is also a podcast you're listening to right now. You can listen to the repeat on YouTube if you want to. You can also listen to it on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether they be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, etc. Link for that will be in the description box or go to your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. Go ahead and subscribe to me over there. Please give me a five-star rating, a review, whatever you can on your favorite audio streaming platforms or on my channel that'll help me out tremendously. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the accent is not going anywhere. I'm going to keep that Nigerian accent in the cut for you guys. I'm going to always keep that right there. I'm going to do a few more accents too, but that Nigerian one is my favorite. I'm going I'm to always keep that one. So yeah, go everywhere, subscribe to everything. Make sure you're following it. And we got a whole lot going on uh uganda yeah that's kind of a ugandan a little bit as well you know that's a whole different region like the ugandan i can work on the ugandan like they, they roll their r's and stuff like that it's it's a different type of thing over there yeah but shout out to you guys for being here we got a whole lot going on all over the place um where do i want to start there there's a lot actually i think i have videos i have videos for you guys that i saved on my social media that i want to play before we get to the heavy topics there is a whole lot happening um yeah 
Matter of fact, here's a good one from Bill Maher. When I say good, I'm using that. I, I, when I say good, I'm using that in a very, in a very loose way. That's that's probably what I would say. There's one video I want to play, but it's way too much cussing. It's entirely too much cussing. I cannot play that. If <laughs> I, I want to, but I know that it's not really gonna. Yeah, that's that's just too much going on. I will get to those a little bit more in a little bit. Oh, I got those uh, insurrection videos as well. I definitely got to play that for sure. I definitely must play that. I think I'm going to start with this Bill Maher clip. That'll probably be a good place to start. And then I'll just keep on rocking from there. Oh, you know what? Actually, before I get to the Bill Maher clip, I want to play this. um, I want to play a couple. I want to play a commercial. And also this piece from um, Canadian Broadcasting. Yeah, I want to I want to play that so we can see what's going on, what's what's really happening. All righty. And actually, yeah, I got a, quite a few, quite quite a few videos. I I got I got to play for you guys. Let me let me just start from the beginning. You watch Bill Maher. All right, Michael. Shout out to you. Bill Maher is an interesting person. All right. <laughs> shout, shout out to you, but hey, that's you, man. Hey, what what can I do? I'm just, I'm just me, you know. What 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 am I to do? All right. So this is a commercial for Nike. Okie dokie. So this is a Nike commercial from Instagram. Now, I guess I'm not really sure what the purpose is. Maybe they're just trying to sell to an audience to get them to work out. I mean, hey, if the purpose is to get people to work out, I'm not necessarily against it. All right. Because at a certain point, people need it, right? All right, so we see what's going on here. Hey, I guess, you know what the the positive part is about this? If you guys can't see it, if you're listening to the audio only or you just have it on in the background, what's happening here is that this uh, young lady is wearing Nike in the commercial and exercising. But um, I'm trying to be nice, okay? Y'all... I'm trying to I'm trying to be a nice person. The weight factor is a little wild. Not the typical exercise model you would think, you know. I'm thinking what's eating Gilbert Grape comes to mind. Rosie O'Donnell with a few extra pounds. We got a lot going on. Now, thank goodness it's not just about, oh, I'm pretty and I'm plus size or beyond plus size. It's not really about that. The good part is we're talking about exercise. All right. You can go from a size 40 down to a size 14 or something like that. Okay. So if you're on IG, you're going to see ads just like this for Nike apparel. All righty. So maybe it's not really about the aesthetics and how it looks and all that. Maybe it's about trying to motivate you to go out there and exercise, I suppose. Now, I'm going to say this to you right quick. I'm going to say this to you. As a guy who has lost weight before, I've never been this size. You know, me, I'm tall and I'm just like naturally like this size. My dad was my exact same physical body type, same size. Like if you saw us without seeing our faces, you would think it's the same person, same height, weight and everything. So at a certain point, you get some genetics going on. But I was never big like that. 
I looked like I was a football player, like a NFL, like a Shannon Sharp. I looked like that size. And now I'm more like a basketball player. You know, football, you got to be big and fast, which I was at one point. Now I'm like more, I'm, I'm leaner than I was. I'm like, really, I'm like Andrew Tate. And Andrew Tate just got released from prison. I'm his size, really. Six foot three, probably about two and change. I'm his exact size. I was never big like this. But as a guy who has lost weight before, the main thing you got to do is reduce your calories, okay? You could put on your Nike apparel and exercise and do all that jazz, but if you're still going to uh, crystals and eating all type of um, hamburgers and hot dogs and French fries and everything else, washing it down with your favorite orange juice and your soda and your, your alcohol, smoking weed, all of that good stuff, man, you, you're going to be big as a house for the remainder of your life. I don't care how many lunges and late raises and jumping jacks and all that good stuff you do, you're not going to lose much weight. Okay, you might get a little bit of muscle somewhere in your body, but ultimately that fat layer is still going to be there as long as you keep feeding that beast. Okay, it's a beast inside you, right? The beast inside you is saying, hey, feed me uh, salt, fat, sugar, feed, feed, feed. If you keep feeding that beast, them fat parts of your body ain't going to do nothing but just maintain or increase. That's how that works. But I digress. Yeah. Hail Mary said exercise and diet is the only way exercise and diet keyword exercise is cool. You could get a little bit of results that way, but if your diet is still bad, you're not really going to get too far. So you're going to see stuff like that on Nike's website or on an Instagram page. It's not so much about, you know, trying to be fashionable and whatnot. It's about trying to at a certain point appeal to the audience. Okie dokie. Yeah. That, that purple drink. I can't do nothing with the purple drink. Don day two K the, the purple drink is not really my cup of tea. Okay. Now, here's a here is something from Canadian State TV, CBC, right? This is a I don't know if you want to call this a commercial. You might as well call it a commercial. Shout out to End Wokeness on Twitter. You guys follow them. Um Canadian State TV just put out a special on normalizing drag to kids. Now, what you see right here, I'm going to play a little bit of this, not too much of it. What you see is a ridiculous-looking um, biological male, a man, dressed up. Now, I don't want nobody to get offended at all. No, I mean, and the reason why I say that is not because I'm afraid of people getting offended. I say that because nobody can get offended. A drag queen, as far as I know, by definition, is a man dressed up as a woman. Now, since when was adult entertainment okay for children? Why is it that, and, and not just adult entertainment, but specifically drag queens, why do I see drag queens everywhere? What is the obsession with drag queens? You could be watching Netflix. You could be watching some show about, like, demons and angels and hobgoblins and, and, and werewolves and ghosts and UFOs, and all of a sudden, it would be a drag queen performance. You can be watching the Netflix show about UFOs, at, like, Area 51, Roswell, New Mexico, the show could be about that. And then all of a sudden, for no reason, it'd be some random Ronald McDonald looking drag queen popping up in front of your TV, dancing and carrying on. I, I mean, I'm not making it up. Every single show, you're getting into a brand new show. It looks good. Okay, you got a little bit of spare time in your hands, right? It's a, it's a, it's a, a, a Tuesday night. You got a little bit of spare time on your hands. You're scrolling on Netflix, Hulu, whatever you do. And then all of a sudden, hey, here's a nice show, uh, sci-fi, action-packed, 
looks pretty good like it's rated. You go on your Twitter, your social media. Hey, this is a great show. You watch it. Two episodes in. All right, cool. Great plot. Great characters. Character development. I'm loving the action. The CGI. Everything is good. Okay. And then the very next episode, all of a sudden, you go from a UFO abduction to a drag queen performance. It would be a drag queen inside a UFO shaking this ridiculous um, hair hat made of pom-pom fabric from Party City. It's like, what in the world is happening? Why do we see this? And what is their obsession with children? Matter of fact, hold on. I have a, I have a meme. Okay, I, I have a meme that kind of encapsulates how I feel about that particular thing. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Please give the video a thumbs up if you're not done so already. So here's here's the here's the, the meme. Ask not why the children shouldn't see drag queens. Ask why drag queens crave an audience of children. Exactly. Why do adults, adult entertainers, want to perform in front of the children? What is the purpose? What is the reason? Is it because they got an ulterior motive? I saw one of these drag queens give a child a lap dance. And I'm like, at a certain point, how are these videos even allowed to be on the internet? It's, it's got to be some kind of classification for that kind of material. I swear it was a, a, a two-word phrase that described that kind of material. But for some reason, I guess it doesn't really apply. Oh, I almost forgot. Almost forgot one thing that I want to show you guys. Shout out, to, shout out to Steven Crowder. I'm not going to be hating on Crowder right now. I'm not going to talk about anything dealing with money or anything of that nature. But there was something interesting that happened to Steven Crowder that kind of underlines our point about drag queens not being appropriate for children. Now, check it out. Crowder got a strike on his channel. Now, if you know about strikes on YouTube, what that means is your channel is in jeopardy of being deleted. If you get three strikes in a 90-day period, your channel can be deleted from YouTube. It's over with. You're done. Okay? Three strikes and you're out. So a strike is really, really big. Um, I've not gotten a strike in years. You get claims. That's different. If you get a copyright claim, all that means is that a third party has claimed your AdSense revenue on a video because... They have copyright to content in your video, or they may not allow you to monetize at all, but it's not going to be a strike on your channel necessarily. But if it's taken down or something like that, now you got a strike. Okay, he got a strike. Now, what did he get to strike for, you ask? Well, great question. Glad you asked. So the video was about this. Crowder reacts to 13-year-old drag performer twerking on a little boy. So, and then the policy, it says child safety. So is this YouTube saying that this kind of thing is inappropriate for YouTube? If it's inappropriate for YouTube, then why is it appropriate for your local library? Why is it appropriate for your local school? K through 12 elementary school, middle school, high school. Why is it appropriate for children to actually experience in real life but it's not appropriate for YouTube. You, you see what I mean? What's really going on? Okay. Obviously, it's a problem. Now, here is a video that I want to show right quick. 
And let's go ahead and just roll that, and then I'll move right along from this topic. All right, let's get a little bit of sound. That might work. And not bust your eardrums at the same time. Why are you nervous? But I met, like, I've never met anyone that's not. I can't really explain. Is this your first time? Man, this is ridiculous. Do you see this? I mean, and you know what? These... You know what I said before? Some of these drag queens are as scary as horror movie clowns. If I was a little boy and I saw that, I'd be scared. I, I would be scared. Real talk. Scared. This is scary. These dudes be six foot five, dressed like um, Elsa from Frozen. It's like, sir, you need to stop. Senior drag queen? Yes. How does that make you feel? Uh, a fight it, but a little bit nervous. Nervous? Yeah, you nervous because what? What? This? This is not. You know what? I'll, I'll leave it right here. I, we don't gotta play no more. We don't gotta play no more. Okay, because that's that's gonna kind of get me triggered. Okay, we don't gotta play no more. Why? What is the per? I think what they're trying to do is normalize it so where they're like regular clowns. They're trying to replace. Remember, as a little boy or girl, you might. Go to a birthday party. It'll be a clown uh, juggling and just doing random stuff. They're, they're trying to replace that image with a drag queen. It's like the same thing. To normalize the LGBTQ element of P behavior because since they can't naturally reproduce, they got to recruit and indoctrinate and brainwash to get children at a young age onto that particular wavelength. It's simple. And I keep seeing um, Gabrielle Union with Dwayne Wade's boy. And he's getting bigger and bigger. He's, you know, by the time he get to be 16, he's going to be six foot five. Like, what happens? You see, this is what I'm talking about. They say that it's okay to have these little, little boys and girls become transgender. What happens if you have an 11-year-old boy who seems like he's kind of soft or he feels soft? He's not gone through puberty yet. His voice hasn't really dropped yet. He's not had any kind of body changes. All of a sudden, he's 16 years old, six foot four, and a naturally muscular build, looking like his father, an NBA Hall of Fame basketball player. His how is he gonna feel about himself at that age where he's gone through many years of trying to quote unquote become a girl? You know, now he's a fully grown man, strong as an ox, but yet he thinks he should be a girl, but his body is disagreeing with him. What do you do? I digress. I digress. It's crazy. It's a crazy world out here. So nah, man, the moral of the story is leave the kids alone. If you want to be, if you want to be, you know, a transformer, whatever, that's fine. Okay. If you want to be this guy to, to move on to the next thing about the, the transurrection. So there was, um, Two insurrections, size 11 heels. You're talking about size 14 heels, size 16. Like, when I was 14 years old, I was the same size I am right now for the most part. I was, I'm about 6'2", 6'3", right now. I was six foot tall and over 200 pounds at age 14. I had a size 14 shoe, the same size I got right now. I was big. So, you're talking about these fully grown boys that's like the size of men trying to dress like women, voice all deep, 
they, they their body, they get muscles everywhere. I mean, it's a mess. It's a whole big crazy mess. You walk around with these big boats on with a heel on it. Like Magic Johnson's son. Magic Johnson's son is six foot, six, six foot seven, the same size as his father. And think I think he's it's scary. Anyway. So there was not one but two insurrections on Thursday of this week. This, you know, in Kentucky, in Nashville. I mean, in, in Kentucky at um Frankfurt, the capital, and Tennessee and Nashville, the capital. The insurrection at the Kentucky capital was about this bill that would prevent and or eliminate minors from getting transgender treatment. Now, there was a bunch of adults at the at the at the rally, and I gotta ask, why were there so many adults interested in children being able to have access to puberty blockers, hormone blockers? Like, what is the deal? Why would so many adults be in favor of that? Again, they cannot reproduce, so they can only recruit, brainwash, indoctrinate. It's as simple as that. Okay, I have videos to to play from those insurrections. And before I get to the videos, and my man I mentioned earlier, the guy that if you want to be an adult, you could be like that. But here's a picture. Okay, this guy right here, do you see this person? I forget what this person described themselves as. Obviously a man. Well, you know what? Nowadays, I can't really tell. You know, I see the, I see a big Paul Bunyan beard. I don't know if that's a male or a female. I, I was supposed it's a male, but you got a face full of makeup on. You got, you got the trans flag painted on your face. You got devil horns, I suppose, and a beard and a gown. I don't know what's happening. That might be a male or a female. I, pfft. But that person was at the Capitol in Kentucky. Now, do you think he or she or them or Zer is from Kentucky? Maybe. This, this protest was about the trans bill that prevents children from being able to be. If you, sir, want to identify as a gender non-conforming bozo the clown slash QAnon shaman slash witch slash devil slash angel, whatever you want to identify as, that's you, sir. You're an adult. But why can't the kids be left alone? What's the deal? Anyway. And here is a picture from the Tennessee State Capitol because they were there trying to fight for tougher gun laws after the whole thing that happened at the school in Nashville, the, the mass shooting where you had three adults and three children who were shot killed. And the thing that really got me about that particular situation in Nashville was how you had people that were, um, they were mourning the death of the shooter because remember you had three adults and three children that died, but they're talking about seven. Let's, let's play some of that right quick. Every death is a tragedy y'all. Seven lives. Hold on one more time. Sorry. RP headphone users. Every death is a tragedy y'all. Seven lives. So you heard what they said. They said every death is a tragedy. Every death is a tragedy. Seven lives. So they're including the life of the shooter after they got smoked by the police. So you see these guys holding up seven fingers. The media has been very, very, very sympathetic to the shooter. Oh, talking about, 
well, this person, that she she was wrapped by the death of a friend and she couldn't really handle it and all this and that and the third. Going over the top, over the top, trying to defend the shooter. It's like, look, man, I don't care what you're going through. Everybody goes through things. It's called life. Nobody has, nobody has a perfect life. Everyone goes through things. That's part of life. That's no excuse to go kill innocent people. Okay? You kill innocent people. You deserve to get smoked. Ain't no sympathy. Ain't no crying and nothing like that. Okay? If you want to hurt yourself, you go do that. I'm not saying anybody should do that, YouTube censors. But I'm saying, if you must hurt yourself, if you must put yourself in danger, you do that. But don't involve innocent people in your madness, okay? And little children, nine-year-old children, okay? Senior citizens almost, don't involve them. Involve yourself. If you want to jump from the Empire State Building, go ahead. That's your business. But don't bring anybody else with you. How about that? You can have sympathy for that person if they in their life, do some mental illness, okay? But if you if you brought somebody else with you, nope. It's just like uh, Chris Benoit. You, you guys may not know who that is, but Chris Benoit was a wrestler who um, they said might have had CTE and he killed his whole family, then himself, and people had sympathy for him. It's like, look, at the end of the day, you kill innocent people. So what you want me to do? Be feel, feel sorry for you after they died and you did it? Nah, I'm cool. Anyway, so here's a video. If you want to be like this guy, go ahead. But kids, nah. Now, this person is, I guess, protesting against a similar bill in Tennessee about the, you know, not allowing children to be not not allowing children to become transgender. He's mad about that, right? Now, there's quite a few things going on in this video. Trans people in Tennessee, it's time to fucking fight. I'm sorry. Trans allies in Tennessee, it's time to fucking fight. Sorry for the cussing, it's not my fault. Blame this person, whatever they identify as. Fight. Trans women, if they lock you up for identifying as a woman, fight. Exist. You're going to die anyways. We're going to die anyways. So there's a lot happening with this video. Okay, first of all, obviously, we got a LGBTQ, elemental P person, a biological male, I would suppose. There is a filter on his face. So you see that there's um, weird things happening with the, the eye, eyelashes, all, all that. That's a filter. Um, <laughs> what is this right here? This is a staff. Why did I always have staffs? Didn't I say that last time when I was in D.C. And he had this big um, Elden Ring, Lord of the Rings. Um, <laughs> hold on. One of you guys said it last time, and I couldn't, um, hold on. One of you guys said it last time, and I couldn't get it out of my head. Hold on. Let me see. Oh, Gandalf the Grey. Yeah, Gandalf the Grey. Hold on. I got to put that on the screen in a, in, in a moment. One of you guys said it, and I think that was probably perfect. Yeah. So, the guy I saw in D.C. looked more like that. Now, the, the picture I showed last time with the, the more tattered coat, that probably was appropriate. Like I said, the coat that I saw from the D.C. guy looked like he skinned some animals and just put it together, right? <laughs> A makeshift just coat of many animals. 
Shout out Dolly Parton. But he looked more like this right here. That's how he looked with the staff. And he had it up like that. And he was banging the staff on the sewer plate outside while we were outside, sending a signal to his other Antifa buddies that we were right there. This is when I was in D.C. in November 2020. We had a march with Blexit. It was like 2,000 of us. I saw a guy like that out there. My point is that these guys love their staffs. Okay, back to my man right here. Yeah, Gandalf the, Gandalf the, Gandalf the Gay is hilarious. You guys are funny. Shout out to the chat. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> but back to my man right here. This is also a staff, but what I see is a shower rod. You guys, you guys probably can't see the whole thing. Let me just, um, I'm going to try to move this down a little bit. There we go. Okay, I see a shower rod or a curtain rod that he fashioned into a staff, okay? I'm seeing um, black duct tape, and I'm seeing the little decorative end of the rod. It's like, sir, <laughs> what is up with you guys and these staffs? I don't understand. What are you going to, are you going to cast a spell on me? Are you going to shoot some bolts out of that, um, <laughs> out of that shower curtain, little piece at the top, the little, the little white plastic piece? Are you going to shoot a bolt out of that with me? Is this like, um, Hogwarts? Is, is that a wand, a staff all in one? What is going on here, sir? It's, it's time to fucking resist. Fight them. Hurt them. If they put their hands on you, beat them. We are at an attack. It's time to fight back. Do you hear me? Trans people in Tennessee, trans men, trans women, non-binary, fight. If they try to arrest you or have you arrested on a felony for existing, beat them. So, yeah, that's what they're talking about. Um, advocating for violence. So, I mean, what's going on? Was this was the same kind of rhetoric there when the when the person went into the school in Nashville and shot those innocent people? The the trans person was, was that was that rhetoric there? Can we can we go back and rewind and see if that was there? Because right when the shooting happened, they're talking about a trans day of violence or or um resistance, whatever they want to call it, revenge, whatever they want to say. They were planning that before this person went on the rampage. Could that have been something that fueled this individual to go do that? I don't know. All I know is that I'm seeing quite a bit of this stuff right here all over the interwebs. Is that a doorknob? It could be a doorknob. Somebody said it's a, um, a duct, duct tape and doorknob. It could be a doorknob. I'm thinking more like um, a curtain rod or a shower rod. Straight, straight from Lowe's. Straight, straight from Lowe's Home Depot. Matter of fact, hold on. You know, I'm, I'm kind of crazy like that. I'm going to look it up. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a, a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. I ain't going to be able to find it right now. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. But let me go ahead and keep on rocking. Oh, matter of fact, here it is. Right, right away. It's something similar to what you see right here on... <laughs> yeah. So... Matter of fact, look look at this right here. You see that right there? That's pretty much what he had. This is a curtain rod. <laughs> okay, it, you, you put it right there on your shot. That's that's basically what he had right there. And it's like, sir, you're not going to shoot any crystals or any kind of beam out of your shower rod at me. All right, I'm not afraid of your duct tape and your shower rod. 
These people are unhinged. They're crazy. They're totally crazy. I mean, at a certain point, we got to just look at it like that rather than trying to play into their madness, rather than trying to cater to them. How about we just say, you know what? This person is mentally ill and we shouldn't even really be trying to entertain it. Just understand them and know how to really go about it. <laughs> know how to go about it. All right. But but there there's a lot here. Okay. And to speaking about the whole situation in Nashville, um, the Bill Maher episode was pretty good. Um, I'm gonna play some of this. I'm not sure if they're gonna try to copyright claim you or whatever, but I'll play some of it. What I'll do is I'll play some of the video and audio separately. You'll see what I'll do. You'll see what I'll do in a minute. Well, what's interesting, if you've noticed, they are misgendering and dead naming the murderer, right? They are referring to the murderer by their given name, not their chosen name, right? And by their um, referring to her as a woman, as opposed to what her identity apparently was, was a man, which is not the way the media usually does these things. They're usually very particular about the subjective sense of gender identity in respecting that. If someone says they're a man, then they're a man. But in this case, they're not doing that. Hang on. You know what? This person murdered six people. I don't really care who you say you are. You murdered six people and three of them were children. You don't get a say. Well, I agree with that. Shout out to Winston Sears. She is Lieutenant Governor of Virginia. Shout out to her. Um, I agree with that. It's like, and I think a lot of people feel that same way, regardless of whether on the left or the right. So I think the media is kind of giving it a rest with the whole pronoun thing. And, and because at a certain point, it's like, all right, she, this is a biological XX woman, not a biological XY man. XX woman. So you are a she or her. That's as simple as that. You're born a girl. They, they named you Audrey. Whatever your name is, don't really matter. At the end of the day, that's what you are biologically. We'll call you that. We're not going to play the game after you didn't kill six people. If the media was to play that game, they would get a lot of backlash from the general public. And I think that um, the media does certain things to gain the favor of the general public and also to try to brainwash them at a certain point. But some things you can't really. You can't really make the, the, the general public buy into. Not all the time, at least. Oh, she's dead now, so, you know. But you don't get a say in telling us who you are and what you're about. You killed six people. Okay, but That's what let's really take matters. her out of this and just... All right, so here's what I'm saying. Talk about the issue without the So murder. the issue then... Well, no, because you brought it out, so you know what okay. to talk about. So, so now we're on to something else. But here's the thing. I'm a parent... I'm a parent all day. I get to decide what happens in my child's life. That's right. Not you, not the government, not anybody. I don't co-parent. I had this child. (laughs) I'm responsible for this child. Anything happens to... So I don't co-parent with the federal government. It's like, look, as my child, you guys and the feds are not, uh, you know, part of this. You guys are not a parent here. Little Johnny, you're calling me, right? right? As you should. Right. Right. So what I'm saying, hang on. So what I'm saying now is if I don't want my child giving lap dances at school by a drag queen, I don't want it done. 
Right. That's happening. But do you and think the state should want... have the right? Do you think the state should have the right to I'm interfere? I'm talking about as a parent. Well, I am a parent. I mean, Forget the state. I'm a parent. Lap dance. Right? Yes. This is my child. I'm not I will make a decision I'm about what happens with my child. I'm not sure lap dance. <laughs> It's happening. Don't you see well, you know, There's drag queen story. There are definitely drag queens reading to children. There are drag queens that are doing pole dances. There are drag queens that are... In school? Are, and you, you... What? Bill, you gotta read more. Uh <laughs> <laughs> That's facts, though. I mean, I think Bill Maher is not really aware of all of what's happening in the world. I mean, sometimes you can kind of get in the Ivory Tower or in your own little world and not really understand what's happening. But yeah, I've seen those videos, unfortunately... I mean, I've seen so much. I wish I wish I could just unsee some of this stuff. Really, seriously, you know, just trying to find out what's going on with the news, trying to find out what's happening in the world. I see some things that I wish I could unsee, like legitimately a, a real lap dance of a, a child, and it's like, what's the educational value of a man giving a lap dance to a little boy or a girl? What's the educational value in that? What's the purpose in that? And I don't really understand. But, you know, I do understand. We know, like I say, what's coming next. LGBTQ element no P. Element no P. Yep, that's, that's where we're going. That's, that's, the next, that's, that's the next frontier. And I call this, really, I don't want to be like the I told you so guy, but gay marriage was the, the first domino, in my opinion. Once gay marriage happened, then it was just everything that came after that. And it was easy to get the first time I know to drop because it's like, oh, well, it, it just gay is want to be married. It's no real big deal. But then it didn't stop there. It, it was it wasn't that wasn't the end. That was just the beginning. OK, gay marriage, then normalizing this trans stuff. And I think during the pandemic, you had the whole pro, the pronoun thing start to rise. Random pronouns that changed throughout the day. People just making up stuff. Anyway, I digress. We got a whole lot going on here. So the indictment, not the indictment, the um, insurrections happened in Kentucky and Tennessee, and the media are not really covering it too much. They're covering it a little bit, I suppose, but not really, not with that much fervor, the way they cover January 6th, not too much at all. And let me go ahead and show a video from the Nashville insurrection. Yeah, it, it was a lot. When I showed you from like the whole thing about seven fingers, all this and that, that came from the Nashville thing as well. Okay. Because they were out there, uh, quote unquote, protesting for tighter gun laws. You know, I'm going to show a video in a little bit of a guy having a fully automatic, um, handgun. That's totally illegal. How did you have a fully automatic handgun when it's 100% illegal? Like that, his whole setup was totally illegal. The gun was stolen and, he modified it to make it more illegal. So he shouldn't have had the gun. He was a minor, primitive possessor, stolen gun, and he had added a device on it to make it fully automatic. So how are you really going to, what, what kind of law was going to stop that? See what I'm saying? But I, I'm getting ahead of myself, so I digress for now. Let's go ahead and watch some of this. All right, RP headphone users in advance, if it is too loud. So this is at the Tennessee state capitol. These are so-called protesters and they're bum rushing the officers. Now, if that's not an insurrection, then I don't know what is. Shout out to the Hodge twins for reposting the video from Dom. Shout out to Dom Luker out there in Nashville. 
I want to know how that's any different than what was going on on January 6th. I think January 6th was more tame in comparison because I was seeing uh, officers escort people throughout the building, walking with them, just hanging out, having a good old time inside the building. So what's 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 happening with that? Not not an insurrection. And here's another video for you guys from up above. Turn that sign off right quick. That's a helicopter. A lot of people out there, ain't it? A lot of people, hundreds if not thousands of people out there on the steps of the Tennessee State Capitol. How did they get there so quickly? How did they amass? Are they from Tennessee? Are they from anywhere close? Alabama, Georgia. Kentucky, are they are they from the area at all? Or are these people that are just kind of flown in to do something like this? Okay, you got guys that are out there speaking, provocateurs, people that got megaphones, all type of stuff. All right, but not an insurrection. They were trying to gain access to the interior chambers, legislature, not an insurrection. Okay, so if we're not going to call that what it is, then we know that the whole thing about January 6th is BS. We knew that anyway. We knew that anyway. But this just further proves our point. It's just more ammo, for lack of better words, for us to be able to use. Okay, here's more Here's more video. Shout out to the Tennessee Holler for this video. So this says, um, uh, Japasobit put this, um, this, uh, caption here. It says transurrection leftist targeted natural lawmakers blocked hallways of state capital. The sign says guns are the number one killer of children and teens in America. And they're chanting gun control now. So that's totally fine. If you, Stage an insurrection for a leftist principle, leftist ideology, gun control, um, transgender rights for children, I suppose. That's totally fine. You could do that. But anything else, nah, we're not really for it. You know, if, if you're out there trying to, uh, you know, protest an election or, nah, we're not going to do that unless it's against a guy that we support. Or if it's for a guy we support, we're, we're going to be all for it. Anything else? Nope, we're not going to be able to do it. All right. But if you like what you heard, if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. Exactly. So a lot worse than a civil war, <laughs> worse 9-11, a civil war, all of that combined sure is. If we're going to, if it's good for the goose and it's good for the gander, if we're going to say one is, is one way, then we got to say they're all that way. Simple as that. All right. Yeah, and I tell you what, though, I don't care how many kids they ship out to Nashville or wherever they want to go next. I'm not giving up the alleged guns I have. But you guys know, I mean, I had guns before, but the boating accident was so tragic. I mean, they're at the, if you if you dredge the Tennessee River, you might be able to find them at the bottom somewhere. I don't know where they at. It might be in the high washi by now. I don't know what's going on, but different story. I digress. Um, Yeah, I'm not giving up no weapons. If I, if I had guns, I'm not giving them up to nobody, not to no federal government, especially. 
yeah, you know, all this stuff about, oh, well, you got to you gotta call the ATF and talk about this, this shoulder brace. Listen, I ain't, I don't know nothing about that. I don't, I don't know anything about um, um, a, a stock or a brace or anything like that. I don't know nothing about that. All I got, all I know about is guns that go boom. I don't know nothing about all these attachments and stuff of that nature. That's, that's beyond me. Okay, that's beyond me. I'm I'm legally blind. I don't know nothing about that, man. I can't even really see it. But I, I'll move on. <laughs> I will move right along. We got quite a few topics on deck for tonight. Oh, speaking about guns and whatnot, let's play this next video because this kind of underlines the point that I was making about these laws not making any sense and not really being a good thing to abide by. Okay, so this was in Atlanta, out there by the zoo, uh, by, I think somebody said uh, Grant Park, Summerhill, like that area, Grant Park, Summerhill, not far from the Atlanta Zoo. Now, this says everything wrong. <laughs> okay, so an officer was called to a convenience store because this guy was in there engaged in an altercation with somebody and he had a gun on him. Okay, he had a gun on him. Right. So here is a body cam of the officer as he's walking toward the store. So then the 17 year old comes out and bumps the officer. So that right there, the bump right there, that's assault off the rip. That is assault immediately. So from that assault on the officer, everything goes downhill. What's wrong with you, man? Nah, bad, bro. What are you shoving me like that for, man? Nah, man, I'm just trying to walk. Wait, you gonna see me walking in the store, bro? My bad. How you just gonna walk into me like that, bro? That turn, shoot, around, bro. turn around, man. You have anything on you? Turn around. Man. So immediately, the, the like the sagging and stuff. Don't even worry about the sagging. Um, that right there in his back pocket is what they typically use in Atlanta. A lot of these. You know, gang members, young hood rats, they'll use this um, this thing right here as a window punch to break in your car. While you are in the restaurant, you could be in Buckhead, Lennox Mall, you know, shopping, whining and dining. And these guys would be rummaging through your vehicle. You, you could be going to a Falcons game, wherever you're going. You could, they, they go through your vehicle and they'll steal things. So that's, that's a punch right there. But see, he's giving the pat down because... The, the bump was the assault. So now the officer can pat you down for any weapons or things that shouldn't be on you. So some said that's an illegal search and seizure. No, no, no. That's a pat down. And the bump right there, that gave him all the right to be able to do it. Man, you just shoved me, man. Watch your my mouth, bad. man. No, it's not a my bad. You saw me coming in the store, man. What uh, you doing? Uh, Stop playing, man. What you got on you? So he's asking, hey, what you got on? You says nothing. Uh, Magazine right there. There it is. Don't move. I got a gun on So then rather than saying, hey, I have nothing on me, man, I got a gun on me, bit, bro. I got a gun on me, man. And the way he said it, he was like, man, I'm going to jail. I know it. Now, you know what? You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to give him a compliment here. And you know what I'm going to say? He's not resisting. And guess what? And guess what's happening? 
He's not getting beat up. He's not getting shot. He's not getting hurt. He's just on the ground chilling. He's going to go to jail, but he's not resisting because he knows that ain't no purpose. What's the point in resisting? And I always tell these young dope boys, whatever they want to call themselves, don't resist arrest. If you're out here committing crime, you're out here thugging and drugging and carrying on, once you get caught, go ahead and go to jail. What's the point of resisting? At that point, you're making it that much worse. So I digress. I recover. Don't move. <clears throat> go ahead. Boom, there it is. Look at that. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Another magazine he had in his pocket. A magazine already in there. And you're going to see something else. So the firearm was altered with a switch, which changed the firearm from a semi-automatic weapon to a fully automatic weapon. That right there is a federal offense. You cannot have that because... Your regular Glock handgun, any kind of regular magazine-fed handgun, is semi-automatic. You put a trigger one time, one bullet comes out. That switch turns it from semi-automatic to fully automatic. So you pull the trigger one time, the bullets are spray. That is called a machine gun. That is totally illegal to have. You can have a machine gun, but you got to talk to the feds to do it. Now, I don't think a 17-year-old dope boy with a warrant gang member is going to contact the federal government and pay for a tax stamp to get some old machine gun from the eighties. This right here is illegal regardless of what it's just, you know, maybe, maybe you call the federal government and get something like that, but this right stolen and he modified it fed time off the, off the rip. And one thing, one thing I pointed out in the video is that he's a gang member, a confirmed gang member. And not only did he steal this gun out of a car in Sandy Springs, probably with that window punch. What he also did was probably use that same window punch to make an engraving on the gun. Um, these gang members like Crips, they won't put C and K next to each other. So we know the word or the, the, the brand name Glock is spelled G L O C K. This guy uh, scribbled G L O C C. And I know he did it because the gun was stolen from Sandy Springs. Now, either he stole the gun himself or he got it from another guy who stole it because that's popular on the street, selling stolen guns. You know, Obama would say it's a it's a mystery man from Indiana with a white van with a bunch of guns he bought from the store and then he sells them on the street. That's not what happens, but I digress. Let's keep on going here. He's cuffing them right here. Now, I thought that this little move right here was him tightening the cuffs, but one of you guys told me that what he's doing is preventing the cuffs from being tightened by the person so they wouldn't harm themselves. I never knew that. So you heard the officer. I'm, I'm gonna rewind that. You're done, boy. You're done, boy, because you saw that switch right there on the back. Okay, the magazine from a different weapon. It looks kind of extended because it doesn't fit flush right there, but that doesn't really make a difference. The magazine is not illegal, but that switch is, and the stolen gun is. 
You stole a gun and put a switch on it. And one in the head. One in the head, ready to let it go at any moment. I don't know about y'all, but the sound of a gun racking is like ASMR. I can hear that on repeat all day and go to bed. Like a, like, like a newborn baby, I'll be asleep. But different story, I digress. So they're talking about the window punch they found. And then they're talking about this guy. His name is Trayvon. Can't make it up. 17 years old. Confirmed gang member who had a warrant for failure to appear on a robbery charge out of DeKalb County. So probably using that gun to go on robberies. You got a window punch in your back pocket, probably like, like a knife to fight and also to break into cars. These guys always do that. It's like I'm on Instagram and I follow this. Um, I follow different pages, um, ATL scoop, ATL uncensored. And as always every single day, a bunch of cars been broken into midtown, especially um, they, they broke into a police car one time. It was ridiculous. Like that's what they do for fun. I suppose. I remember one time I, I park, I was parking in downtown Atlanta and it's outside lot because I wanted to go to the valet in the hotel I was at, but it was full. So I'm like, man, so I'll go across the street and it's a, it's an outdoor lot. Had, had an attendant and everything, but it was still kind of fishy. I pull on the lot and he was like, yo, do you have anything valuable in your car that anybody can see or anything that could be in there that people can't see? I was like, nah, I'm gonna take everything out. He was like, all right, because check it out. And he pointed to a truck and the back driver's side window was busted out. <laughs> he was like, yeah, don't leave anything in your car because they, they out here. I'm like, oh, man. But luckily, my truck was fine out there in the parking lot. Nobody busted into it. I took everything out of my vehicle. You understand what I'm saying? Everything. I, I mean, if you have a phone charger, like not even like the brick. I'm talking about the cord. These guys will break your window for a cord, an iPhone cord, with no brick on it. If it's like in your um your your center, like in your your dash area, they'll they'll, they'll take that for real. I took that out. Um, empty water bottles, everything. My my car was spotless. I had this uh, first aid kit under my seat that looked like it might have been some kind of military type thing. It had like a green, like a like a military green package on it. Took that out too because one of these morons, I think it's a weapon in there. They might think it's a holster or some kind of some kind of ammunition. They might take that too. I took all that stuff out. So yeah, it, it's crazy. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Your center console is going to be first to get hit. So anything. The center console is not going to be visible. Like, you're not going to have it open and things exposed, but I'm going to clear that out, too. Anything valuable in the center console, I'm going to take out. Because right when they break into your car, they're going to ransack that. They're going to go through your glove box. They're going to go to the obvious air under your seat. And a lot of times, these guys will steal the guns that's right up under your seat. I saw one video where these guys had parked their truck and I'm not sure where they were going. They might have been going to the Falcons game or something. I'm not really sure. Anyway, they parked their truck. And as they were leaving, it was some guys right next to them that busted in the back uh, driver's side window, hopped in the truck, stole a gun, 
got in back into their car and were gone as these guys were still going up to where they were going. They were still in the same parking lot. It's crazy. If you go to a gas station, oh, that's the the easiest one is the gas station. Car gets on right there, or you have your door open. I'm not sure they still got these guys as sliders where you have your car open as you fueling your gas and these guys will slide up under your vision. Me personally, I don't even play like that. A lot of guys will be having their back turned to the pump on their phone, not paying attention. When I pump my gas, I don't care where I am, Atlanta, Nashville, Chattanooga, I, I leave it on a little thing that's automatic. So it just fills and I back up away from the vehicle so I can get a whole view. And I'm constantly swiveling my head to make sure that ain't nothing going on. So anybody going to try to run up on my vehicle and steal something from it, try to do the sliding where they try to slide up under your vision, open your door and then take something out of there. Never, never, never. And I never would be in Atlanta at a certain time of night in a certain part of Atlanta pumping my gas. Okay. I was in Atlanta one time pumping gas at night. It, it was an all right little spot. I, I was like by punts. And it was these grown men out there begging. These guys were older than me. These guys were like, not old, but too old to be out there. Like 45. It's like, sir, <laughs> so like you, you, need, you need to be somewhere working, man. Be a security guard or something, doc. You just out here talking about some, can I use your phone? Oh, no, you cannot use my, no, you cannot use my phone, sir. I don't have no phone. I'm broke. I don't matter if I only speak English. No, I blow English. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. The moral of the story is these criminals do not follow gun laws. If this 17 year old who could not have a gun at all, confirmed gang member, not only had a gun, but it was stolen and he modified it to make it even more illegal. The gun being stolen by itself is illegal to have that is illegal. Then to modify it with the fully automatic switch is even more illegal. If he's not following laws, and he had that concealed carry too. He had that up under his, uh, he had that in his uh, appendix carry. You couldn't even see it. So if he's doing that, then why can't I have my gun, my legal weapon, concealed with no permit? People talking about, oh, well, if the governor passes a law that says you can conceal carry with no permit, that's going to make these gang members concealed carry their guns more. What? It makes no sense. Since when did gang members follow the law? <laughs> Since when did they do that? It makes no, it, it just, it's just dumb to even think that. They are going to continually break the law while you are beholden to laws and you're going to be at a disadvantage. You're going to have, you're going to be at a, at a weak point. They're going to come in there and do whatever they want to do. So anyway, exactly, uh, MIA, FBA, uh, they don't, Criminals don't follow laws. They do whatever they want to do. And people that follow laws are just going to be just kind of struggling to just hold on, I suppose. But we got a whole lot going on here. And where, hold on, matter of fact, okay, I got a video for you guys. It's a little bit different. It's going back to the whole LGBT thing. Then I'm going to move on. It, it's kind of, um, so, so, Budweiser, you know, the, you know, the, the, the actual, um, the beer company, um, 
do, do you guys like Bud Light? I'm not I'm not a beer drinker, but but do you guys like Bud Light? Um, I know a lot of you guys do. I saw um a house, a hoarded house, where there was hundreds of empty Bud Light um bottles. Hold on, I'm gonna see if I can find that. Yeah, wait, nah, it's not not this one here. Budweiser hoarded. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, here it is. Here it is. Now nah, this this is a different one, actually. Like, is it, is, it, is it a genre? Like, is is there a genre of beard beer hoarding? Is that is that a TikTok challenge? Like, what is the deal? Because I saw a house that had but like. Or Budweiser bottles. Now I see one with. Matter of fact, this 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 is this is great. This is excellent content. Okay, so check it out. Let's play a couple of these clips, and then I'm gonna show you the new spokesperson, the brand new spokesperson for Budweiser. You'll never guess who it is, and if you guys don't know, don't spoil it. Do not spoil it. Do not spoil the brand new Budweiser spokesperson. Okay, all right. So hold on. So here's one video of Bud Light cans or Budweiser cans. Somebody, I mean, somebody loved them some Bud Light. Bud Light's everywhere. I mean, good grief. So you, you guys have seen hoarded houses, right? It'd be all kind of trash everywhere. It'd be a diverse collection of trash, all kind of stuff just strewn about. This house is hoarded completely with Bud Light cans in the boxes, of course. Oh, no. <laughs> Completely hoarded. Oh, no, nah, we don't want to see that part. Oh, no, 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 we don't want to see that. <laughs> oh, man, the toilet was the toilet was a mess. It's like, sir, don't show that part. All right, but anyway. So here is a house with Bud Light bottles. <laughs> That had a fully functioning TV right there too. Were you watching the TV yet? On top of the bottles? This is incredible. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. It's like, what is going on? Of course, their spot detector is not going to have a battery in it. That's not going to work too well. <laughs> How are you going to change it? How, how, where are you, you going to put the ladder at to be able to get to the actual spot detector to change the battery out with all these but white but light cans everywhere? How does he get anywhere? <laughs> so yeah, that is what you see. Um, I, I saw these videos before. I saw this one. I didn't. I didn't see the other one with the cans. I saw that one. But then what do I see? I see your main man Dylan Mulvaney. Hi. Impressive carrying skills, right? I got some Bud Lights for us. So, I kept hearing about this thing called March Madness, and I thought we were all just having a hectic month, but it turns out it has something to do with sports. And I'm not sure exactly which sport, but either way, it's a cause to celebrate. This month, I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever. A Look at this. Look at it. 
This is not an April Fool's joke. They're dead serious. <laughs> Dylan Mulvaney, your man, woman, bro, sis, whatever, is a sponsor now. I guess I got a sponsor to do with Bud Light. Now, I, I don't understand why they would do this. Read the room. Do they have a big contingency of drag queens or trans people that drink their drinks? <laughs> is that what's going on? Can with my face on it. Check out my Instagram story to see how you can enjoy March Madness with Bud Light and maybe win some money too. Love ya. Now, did you see that coming? Did you see that coming? Because I was like, hey, it's going to be a new spokesperson. You're thinking, okay, um, you know, basketball player, baseball player, something like that. Aaron Judge, LeBron James, somebody of that caliber. Dylan Mulvaney, this guy right here, him, looking like Rita Repulsa for Power Rangers, that guy. <laughs> I mean, what in the world is going on with our society? <laughs> Woke light, hilarious. Woke light is, is right on it. It's like, <laughs> what, what are we doing? You ain't see that coming? Hey, I ain't see that coming either, uh, Dijanae. Hey, I, I had to pause it right there, Monique. I, I had to pause it right there. That, that was perfect freeze frame. You know what I mean? That's like some anime type stuff. Dragon Ball Z face. All right? That's crazy. Oh, yeah, Hershey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I can expect, you know, a candy company to come out with something like that. The, the her and the she and all that. I get it. But, but like, I'm thinking about guys... That you know, okay, I, I'm working at the I'm working at the plant. I, I got out of ten hours at the plant, and I'm gonna come home, crack open the cold one, get me a Salisbury steak. That is the vision of a butt light drinker. I have maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's a bunch of guys that like to put on high heel shoes and dance around like they are twelve year old little girls that drink butt light too. I don't know, but I digress. Yo. <laughs> Crazy, crazy, crazy. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That will help me out tremendously. Now, we got quite a few things uh, going on. That gets everything I wanted to get to. Or we got to talk about, um, we got to talk about Trump getting indicted, I suppose. Now, so Trump's been indicted and he could be arrested as early as, this Tuesday coming up here in New York, New York City. Now, obviously, he lives in um, he he lives in Florida, and he will be going to New York. Now, he won't be extradited to New York. It just he'll just go. It won't be this whole big thing. It'll be something that's orchestrated with Secret Service. They'll go ahead and just let him turn himself in, and he's going to be arrested as early as Tuesday. They're talking about 30 charges, but only one of them could be a felony. Now, this makes no sense because remember, there is a two-year statute of limitations on misdemeanors in New York City or in the whole New York State. Two-year statute of limitations. So if there's 30 charges, but only one is a felony, then how can there be all those other charges. What are we talking about? Things that happened back in 2015 and 16, maybe 2017 at the latest. If 
the most recent charge was 2017, you can't prosecute for that because the limitation went and been over in 2019. Okay, if it if it happened in December 2017, December 2019, that would have been your last time to be able to try to prosecute them. We're in 2023 now, so we're going to totally ignore the statute of limitations. We're going to ignore that and still get a former president arrested on the most ticky-tack of ticky-tack charges. What he's being accused of is essentially a campaign finance violation. These things are not that uncommon. Campaign finance violations, what happens is you might pay a fine at best. You'll pay a fine at best. Usually when there's a campaign finance violation that happens, there's nothing that happens. It gets swept under the rug. There might be a payoff. There might be, okay, you owe me a favor. There is no actual penalty. Not really. Definitely not a going to the penitentiary penalty. This is a witch hunt, pure and simple. It's a, it's a politically motivated thing. That's all that it is. There ain't really nothing else to it. Let me see if I can find some video speaking about this. This whole thing is is totally nuts, totally ridiculous, but it's not it's not unexpected. I think we all knew this kind of thing would be going on. Uh, shame on the grand jury for electing to indict Trump because there's nothing there. The case is so weak. Um, usually, there's not going to be any charges or indictment on somebody when they know the case is weak because the purpose of prosecution is to get the guy prosecuted to, to, to find him guilty, to put him in the penitentiary. But when you know there's no chance of that happening, then you got to ask yourself, what's the purpose in doing it? Hold on. Let me see if I have something here. Here's a video from the white house. Here's another video I want to put up and do I have more? Oh, what I want to do is play some of those reactions. That's going to be good. I'm going to play a few videos here. I'm going to play a couple of things. Then I'm going to play some of the reactions on the street. Because if you ask the average person um, about this on the street, if they agree with it, and you ask them why, they'll say, oh, because January 6th. Like somebody said that on my um, on my Facebook page. I ain't going to say his name. Shout out to you. You know who you are, though. A uh, friend from back in Virginia. When I, when I posted, I was like, okay, Trump got indicted. He's like, lock him up. And I said, for what? He said, for, well, first of all, January 6th. It's like <laughs> most normies don't even know about Trump being impeached back in 2021 for January 6th and beating it. They have no idea about that. All they know is orange man bad. So they see him get indicted and then they're going to react that way. Finally. Hold on. Matter of fact, before I get to that, let's play some clips and then we get to the other one. All right, let's let's keep on rocking and rolling. If you, if you want to talk campaign finance violation or any kind of finance violation, let's talk about 10% for the big guy. Let's talk about that part right there. We're not going to mention that. Oh, okay. Let's talk about how all these people in Congress like Maxine Waters and Ilhan Omar do unethical things. If you're going to talk about getting ticky-tack, let's get ticky-tack for real. Unethical things like Maxine Waters giving the majority of her campaign money to her family members that do nothing or Ilhan Omar marrying her um, her consultant that gets 70% or more of all her campaign money, okay? Like, think about that. 
if you're Ilhan Omar, you're part of the squad, you're very popular, you're getting a ton of outside donations, you really don't need to actually win. You could pretty much just show up occasionally and win. You're Ilhan Omar, everybody knows you, you're bet by big media, you're getting a ton of free press. All you got to do is go out there and say something inflammatory about the Jays, you'll get free press, and you'll win that way. You don't need all this extra money. So when you get money that goes to your campaign, rather than just not spending it, you're going to give it to your husband because he's a consultant, and that'll come right back to you. He gets the majority of your campaign money, and then he provides for the household and gives her money. So she can fly all over the world, do whatever she wants to do, and live lavish off the campaign money. That's how the whole thing goes in D.C. Let's talk about that part rather than trying to get Trump on ticky tech. If you're going to get guys with ticky tech charges, let's do it rather than just having to be centered on one person. But I digress. Um, I'm getting triggered. Let's get to some videos here. And it's really historic, this moment uh, that we're facing. It is. It's historic. It's not necessarily good history uh, that is being made. It's not that I uh, oppose the indictment of a former president. I don't even oppose the indictment of a sitting president on constitutional basis. But this uh, indictment, if it is reportedly following the theories that we've been talking about, is political. It's a raw political prosecution. Now, the indictment may come out with a crime that none of us have heard of, but for many months, this bootstrapping theory has been put out there. This idea that you could take a misdemeanor under New York law that has expired, that has a two-year statute of limitations, and revive it by connecting it to a federal crime, in yep. this case, federal election violation. Now, there's a host of problems with that. First of all, it's a federal crime that the Department of Justice chose not to prosecute. Uh, Bragg's own predecessor declined to prosecute. Uh, but he is attempting to bootstrap that federal crime into a state case. And if that is the basis for the indictment, I think it's rather outrageous. I think it's, it's legally pathetic. Big facts. All facts. Now, there's another video here. Reaction, obviously, pouring in from both sides of the aisle at this moment. The White House has been asked for comment. Uh, when asked, do you have comment? We don't. I'm, I believe that was the, the direct quote. So no comment from the White House. They're not talking about the whole Trump indictment. Now, let's, let's look at some of these reactions on the street. Now, this is from Reuters, and they were reacting. They're, they're on the street in New York City asking people about Trump being indicted. How do you feel? Was it a good thing, bad thing, etc.? Let's hear some of these reactions. Finally, it shows that democracy is finally at its place where it's supposed to be and knowing that people cannot just riot. Uh, violence is never, ever the uh, response we need. See what I'm saying? Like, riot, what are we talking about? That's not, the indictment is not for any kind of riot. It's not for January 6th. But people have been brainwashed. Like, the average normie thinks this way. They think that Trump incited a riot January 6th and he got away with it and they think any kind of legal trouble is a result of that. This is the average normie brain and people um, that are behind this political hit job understand the normie brain. So they're catering to that. This is why they're doing this. The actual charges don't really matter. It could be for jaywalking, littering. It doesn't really matter. As long as there's a spectacle and a, a perk walk and press 
people are going to think that it's because of a thing that they're, that's in their mind. She thinks he's a criminal because of January 6th. So therefore, he's being arrested because of January 6th in her mind. This is a, this is a normie brain at work. Great job, America. I come from a family of foreigners, so I definitely think he deserves a lot of things that he's going down for. Okay, a family of foreigners. What are we talking about? What was, again, what's that got to do with campaign finance violation? You see what I'm saying? You, you think he's a racist, so you think that he deserves to go to prison for anything because he's racist. Being racist is not enough to go to prison. You can be racist if he was, which he's not racist, but if he was, that's not a crime. That's not an offense to go to prison for. I would never say, it doesn't matter how much I don't like somebody, that they should go to prison for being racist. It doesn't make any sense. But again, normie brains. Totally wrong. That's all I have to say. Why is, he, why is it totally wrong? So this is interesting. So he's saying it's totally wrong. And the person asking the questions is saying, well, why do you think it's totally wrong? Like, what's the reason? Did she ask anybody else to elaborate on, on that? You know what I mean? That's my opinion. Oh. Why do you there, feel it, that it's way? It's a political witch hunt. What's the difference between Clinton and Paula Jones and Trump and Stormy Daniels? Ah, good question. Good question. He, he didn't get indicted. I know. I feel like there's some hypocrisy on both sides playing. So I don't know. That's that's all I got. To me. Now, the, the, person that said, the person that said good question was not the person asking the questions. It was like her or friend or somebody that was right there next to her. But it wasn't the person with this. Um, I don't know what kind of device this is. Uh, uh, some headphones. I don't know what's going on. But the little microphone recording device, this person right here was not asking that question. Or they, they didn't say, oh, yeah, it's a good question. That was a friend that's right there. That's that's all I got. To me, it's generally good news, but I'm not convinced that anything's going to come of it. He's probably not going to get arrested because he has enough money not to do that. Um, and, you know, again, I as much as I hate the Donald, I think that we have bigger pressing political issues than him. Yeah, it's politics. I think they're just dying to find a way to keep him from being eligible for running for the election. I think they're looking, if they can't do that, then they'll try to make him seem or try to make him appear as unpopular as possible. That seems like they've been after him since he won that, his first election. I feel relief. I don't know how it's going to end. Um, I'm not sure it's going to end the way we want it to end, but they got Al Capone on tax evasion, so whatever it takes. Al Capone? Is that what we're going to compare Trump to? Al Capone? I mean, good night. <laughs> Good night. Like, what in the world is happening? I mean, are, are these normie brains or is there more? Is there, is there more to it? That's that's what I want to. That's my question. Is is there more to it or, or what's going on? This is crazy, but yeah, that's a freeze frame. We're gonna rock right, right there. Okay, we got all eighty five teeth in the mouth at the same time on the screen. That's fine. Yeah, but that's that's the general reactions on the street. I saw other reactions that were more positive, you know. Let me see if I can find more. Uh Trump indictment reactions. Let me see if I can find more. Okay. A Manhattan So Okay, here's, here's some more. Let's let's check, check this out right here. 
New Jersey packed today. People having coffee and eggs and talking about former President Donald Trump being indicted by a Manhattan grand jury. The law should be applied fairly, and if he is innocent, he'll get his day in court. Nobody's above the law in the end, so uh, if he did the, the wrong deeds, he should face the law and pay the price. This 19-year-old says his generation has seen a lot in recent years, and he's not sure what to make of a former president walking into a courtroom and facing an arraignment. I mean, it is strange. You know, it's a president, he ran the country, and now he's going to be indicted. It's kind of scary. We got a diverse. Very, very true. Shout out to the young man. Very scary. First range of opinions at the. Banana, Banana Republic type stuff, right? Diner, but some people say they're just embarrassed that Americans have to go through this. It's a disappointment. Disappointment for the country, disappointment for the young people. Sam Jean says he supports Trump and he's confident the former president will beat the charges. I think the charge is kind of silly, kind of bogus to me, but hopefully he figures it out. I mean, he used to be our former president. Why go through all this? Former President Trump owns a golf course in Bedminster, a bucolic township in Somerset County, once a Republican stronghold, now leaning blue. Some Democrats tell me because moderate Republicans don't like Trump. But Craig DeSantis says Republicans are strong in Morris County and many behind Trump. I think it's just nonsense. I, I really do. They Because he's Republican, the media hates Republicans, a lot of the country hates Republicans, and it would be nice if they would show the same fairness to Democrats when they do something wrong. DeSantis says if the indictment deters Trump from running for president, his second choice will be a likely candidate in Florida he shares a last name with. In Bedminster, New Jersey, Christine Sloan. So so there it is. That's some reactions out of New Jersey about the whole indictment situation. Um, Y'all know kind of, you know, how, where I'm at with it. Hold on. I'll play one more reaction video. Um, I'm not sure where this is. This is from Yahoo News. I'm not really sure the location. Let me see if I can read it. Across the U.S. and not saying exactly where it's at. Just think it's stupid, it's going to not get anywhere, and it will come back to be bad on the Democrats. It's just a matter of time. You can only lie so much. At some point, it will catch up with you. Yes, I mean, I'm sick of the whole thing. I'm sick of the Trump investigations. I'm sick of the Biden investigations. You know, let's, let's get on with, with real problems and real issues and, and, and stop all this. Nah, man, we got to have politics. Politics come first, right? It's, it's a, you know... There's a battle happening in the country. It's a political battle. That's what's happening. Nonsense. What I think is important is that if there's an abuse of power, people have to suffer a consequence. I just think it's important for everyone to know that just because you've been an elected official as high as a president does not mean you don't suffer a consequence. It just breaks my heart that he, his family, his staff, all of us, we have to go through this. How dare they Pull this, you know what? <laughs> so he's running for prison, you know. So I don't know how you can run a campaign and be in jail at the same time. We'll see. It's Trump. Nothing surprises me. It's gonna give him. The okay, there, there's, there's a lot more, but we got, we got time to worry about. That was interesting. Why would you, why would you, interview a lady with no teeth in their mouth? Like, what are we doing? I understand you want to get everybody, but it's like, come on, man. Like, have a little decency. Put people on camera that got a little bit, they got their appearance together. You know what I mean? Don't don't embarrass people. But I digress. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. So we're going to see 
They're talking about Tuesday he could be arrested officially, and we're going to see what happens. Is it going to be a perp walk or what's going on? I have no idea what's going to happen, but we'll see. We, we shall see. All right, now let's get to some more here. Um, I'm making kind of a, 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 a sharp turn because I almost forgot about this video. Almost, almost forgot. Now, this video has been all over the place, all over the interwebs. Um, a woman freaked out over an incident happening in the parking lot. Okay. And there's two videos we're going to watch. And let's first things first. So this lady, so context, this lady right here, I'm this lady right here, um, is allegedly married. What she said, she said she's married. Um, and she was in the store with her son. Now her son is like a baby or like close to a toddler, still like Goo Goo Gaga stage. Okay. So she's in the store and coming out of the store and the guy is trying to speak to her in the parking lot. Now you're going to see her reaction and we're going to get um, my reaction afterward. I'm literally shaking right now because I just had a man approach me in a parking lot and it went fine. And I'm going to tell you why it went fine and how to address it because it was in a book I read and this is how you're supposed to address it, but it scared me. I'm literally, I'm literally shaking. So this guy, I am a alone with my son by myself, a woman and a male approached me in a parking lot. He's excuse me, miss. And I don't know why in the hell he was approaching me or what he was trying to do. And before he, I mean, he was probably 30 feet from me when he said, excuse me, ma'am. And I turned around and I literally yelled at him and I said, do not approach me. And he like immediately started going in the other direction. And I just kept saying it over and over and over. I said, do not approach me. Do not approach me. And he of course like got like, what the F did it? Like he started cussing and yelling, like what, what's your problem? And I, and I looked at him and he started, he actually then crossed a couple cars down from my car and he didn't come anywhere near me. He crossed a couple cars down from my car and was like, what's con continuing to cuss and say, what's your problem? And I said, you do not approach women in a parking lot. I just kept saying, do not approach me. You do not approach women in a parking lot, like yelling it. No male, no male should ever approach a woman in a parking lot ever should no male should ever approach a woman in a parking lot and if a male does approach you you need to turn around and use the strongest voice that you can possibly use with them don't be polite they need to literally screw off no male should be approaching you in a parking lot so that's that's a video right there hold on i'm, I'm gonna try to get a, a better freeze frame i don't want to be too rude okay so there you go now i think i did my due diligence my research on this this person is they're not from what i was able to see they're not telling a lie Meaning this is not a skit. Now, what they said is a different story. As far as do you disagree or agree or whatever, that's a different story. But um, she doubled and tripled and more. Like, she was really saying, nah, this is really what it was. You guys are in my comments talking crazy. Nah, she's dead serious. She's made several videos following this video talking about the whole situation on her TikTok page. Okay, so here's the thing. She's in the parking lot. It's just her and a little boy, the little Google guy, guy, little baby, little infant. And she's saying it's never okay for a male to approach a female in the parking lot. First of all, that's not true because if he's not threatening to you, then it'd be okay. For instance, 
an elderly man, Kanan Walker, you're not going to be doing all that. You're not going to tell Pawpaw to never approach you in the parking lot. You're not going to scream on Pawpaw, okay? If it's some little young boy uh, playing with a baseball or football, you're not going to be tripping about that. If the guy is six foot five, handsome, muscled up, you're not going to be talking about don't approach me in the parking lot. Be serious. Okay, be serious. If a guy was walking next to you in the parking lot and said hello and he was handsome, you will be flattered. Be for real. Now, if the guy looks creepy because in the follow-up video, she said this guy was the creepiest guy she had ever seen in her life. If he looks creepy and looks threatening and you're afraid, yeah, you have that reaction because he looks scary. He looks creepy. He appears to be a threat. And you are going to have your instincts of what not take over. And you're going to be like, you know what? I'm afraid. Okay. Furthermore, that guy could have been trying to help you. You could have something on your car that you didn't even see. Because, you know, now with human trafficking, because she's talking about that, you know, or it could have been an abductor. It, you know what? That does happen. But see, if somebody sees someone in your car that you don't see and they're trying to warn you about it, now you're not listening. Now you're not paying attention. Excuse me, ma'am. You have a paper towel in your, in your, in your, in your door handle that might have fentanyl in it. And if you touch it, you're going to pass out and they're going to come get you. Don't touch it. Or, ma'am, there's a zip tie on your door. Don't go anywhere near it. You need to call the police. Or, ma'am. Your wallet's on the ground. Your keys are on the ground. You left bags in the store. They could be a parking lot attendant. They could be a store employee. You don't know what's going on. You automatically just say no male should approach a woman. What you should say is that if you're creepy and scary, don't approach me. That's the truth. That is the truth. And also, stay strapped 100%. Stay, stay strapped. Keep, keep that thing on you. Okay. Also, if it was a woman that looked scary and creepy, you had the same kind of reaction. Okay, because let's be clear. Women can abduct you and beat you up and kidnap you and everything else too. Okay, I done seen some of these big bull daggers that'll beat you, that stomp you into wine. I done seen these big bull daggers stomp men into wine. Real talk. So the whole thing about men and women, that's really inappropriate. I think it's about if the person looked like a threat or you felt like they were a threat, that is most important. You can't just say that nobody should approach you in the parking lot. And then, you know what? My, my thing is this. This same kind of mentality is what women say when guys approach them in the gym. And sometimes guys are not really approaching you in the gym for any kind of romantic interest or any kind of creep stuff. Okay. They might see you might need some help with your form. You know, they might be a personal trainer trying to offer their services to you to actually do business with you networking. They might know you from somewhere. It could be anything. They might want to use your equipment and say, Hey, how many more sets you got, et cetera, et cetera. It could be anything. Remember that video where the girl was like, do you need something? That guy was just happened to look around. He didn't say a word to her. And then she went out of her way to put him on the, the TikTok and try to expose him. When in reality, he's running his own business. So this kind of mentality is crazy and dangerous in my humble opinion. And then again, if you can't, if you can't be a male and approach a woman in the parking lot, then where is the appropriate place? Uh, the gym? Nope. Uh, subway system? Nope. A shared Uber or something like that? Nope. Um, in, in the street by herself? Nope. Mall? Nope. Where can you do it? 
So a lot of guys, especially young guys, saying, you know what, I'm not going to approach women at all. And then they complain about not being approached. Well, why complain about it? You're putting out these TikTok videos exposing guys for approaching you. Okay, I'm not trying to invade your space. I'm not trying to make you feel uncomfortable. I'm going to just go over here, not even approach you at all. They walking around all pretty and dolled up and nobody said nothing to them. It's the reason for that because they don't want to be seen as threatening or a creep or whatever. But the guys that are very handsome, you know, big, tall guys muscled up, they can do that all day because they won't have the same rules applied to them. That is a fact. You could be an attractive person to get privilege that you cannot get if you're not attractive and don't have a really good appearance. It's simple as that. Now, there's another video that it, it kind of just, this one I think might have been um, from last year or before this most recent video, okay? Now, somebody's going to say, well, that's not her ABL, different color eyes. I'm not sure what she recorded this video on. It might have been the potato, but that's her. I did my research. It is her, for sure. Let's play this clip. So my husband took my son grocery shopping. You know where this is going, right? Guess how many people came up to him in the grocery store and were just ooing and aahing over the baby and telling him what a great job he was doing. Guess how many people come up to me when I'm grocery shopping with him? Uh, okay, cool, cool. So if you guys can't see it, what she's doing is making the gesture with her hand, making the zero. So to recap, she says that her husband goes to the store with her son, her baby, and he's getting approached. Oh, the baby's so cute, hard, huh? doorball, the second, the third, oozing and eyes because the man has a baby. But then when she has a baby, anybody coming up to her. So are you, are you offended? Is that kind of rub you the wrong way? Why would you get on TikTok and record a video about that? So you want to be approached at a certain time, just not at other times. Would it be okay for the same guy that was in the parking lot to come up to you and approach you in the store and say that, you know, oh, the baby's so cute, beautiful or whatever. Is it only for women to approach you? Like, what are we doing? See, you're, you're kind of talking on both sides of your face here. You're talking, you're saying different things. So, you know, guys, they hear this stuff from people, from these young ladies. And they're like, you know what? This is confusing. It's confusing. I'm not going to approach you at all. I don't want to offend you. I don't want to get called a creep. I don't want to get put on a TikTok page and blasted to the internet like I'm some kind of person that will hurt somebody. I'm a really nice guy just working. I'm going to just go over there. I play my video games and chill and just relax. That's what a lot of guys are thinking. Okay, this is probably why. What, what they say? Like 65% of males under the age of 18 are single compared to 34% of females under the age of 18. Uh, 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 under the age of 30. So between the ages of 18 and 30, about, what, 55, 65% of guys are single compared to about half of that for the women. You know, that's why. That's why. That's, that's part of the reason why. There's a lot of reasons why, but that's part of the reason why. You know, they say, oh, guys are too scared to approach. I mean, yeah, you're going to be scared if you approach and you get your whole life ruined as a result. <laughs> yeah, it, like, what are we doing? But anyway, yeah, her husband is on um, social media with her. You know, I saw her. I saw him. Like, I'm not sure that he's doing like the, like these kind of videos, but he is on there. Big tall, six foot five guy. 
She's five four. He's six foot five. Okay, so if her husband came up to her in the parking lot, like if she was, even if her being married right now, if a guy looked like him, six foot five, handsome guy, looked well dressed, came up to her, it would not be all this freak out stuff. But if you have the appearance of a crack smoker, then you should be afraid. But let's not put that on men, put it on guys that smoke crack for a living. That might make you feel threatened. Simple. But if you like what you're hearing, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Um, can I show, hold on, let me see if I can pull a guy up right quick. Hold up, hold up. What's this guy uh, living? Yeah, hold up, hold up, hold up. All right. I can pull this up right quick. I don't think there's ever been a time. All right, let's not have... So, I think he's in this video right here. Hold on. Can you get the video to play or not? Nah? I guess not. I am about I don't think there's ever been a time where my husband hasn't built a thing, hung the picture. That's, that's him right there. Recently, I've, I don't think there's ever been a time where my husband hasn't built a thing, hung the picture, painted the wall, or done whatever else I asked him to help me with in record time. He had this garden box built 20 minutes after I asked him. I don't think there's ever been a time where my husband... All right, and then there's, there's another video with him where they where she shows him a little bit better, I think. Great tracky, great tracky. She loves That's him right there. So yeah, that's that's pretty much what you got going on there. Anyway, yeah, hopefully they hopefully everything's all good with their situation. I don't wish. Um, negativity on anybody's uh, marriage, but she got some problems. Hopefully, he's uh, the rock that holds it together because they're gonna need it. <laughs> they are going to need it. All right, let's go ahead and get to some super chats here. Then we get to the calls. Number to call four three four six five eight one two two zero. Again, four three four six five eight one two two zero. I'll get to the calls in a few minutes. Y'all just hang tight. Thank you to Retro AI who says, "Oh, just remember the ABL squad." Thank you for that. Thank you to. Mark Stravino, who says, ABL, who you like better, Joy Behar or Joy Reid? Same person, ain't it? I, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> I cannot tell the difference. I mean, man, look, if that's my choices, Joy Behar or Joy Reid, man, I'd rather skydive with the first parachute ever made, man. I, I, can't, I can't do nothing with it, man. But anyway, I digress. Thank you to Nick Coriel, who says, hello, my dear friend, Trump 2024. Uh, U.S. flag. Thank you for that. Thank you to Rita's lover who says, despite what the left has done to President Trump, he has acted with poise and grace. What do you think? Um, I think you're right about that, for sure. I think he's acted as well as he can act in this situation. Thank you to Donde 2K who says, if Trump sells hoodies with his booking photos and straight out of Queens on them, my man will clean up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that, if, if there's a perp walk, if there's a perp walk, that's going to be campaign that that's going to be campaign video material all day, merch material, campaign material all day long for sure. All right. Thank you to no white guilt who says yellow hair guy is big birds love child. I'm with you. Um, thank you to no white guilt again, who says the drags with the kids is sick as all get out. You're correct. Thank you to Laura Catherine for your donation with a number one fan emoji. Appreciate you for that. Thank you to Santo Bartes, who says, 
one of the Rainbow Mafia ends, three kids in the church school, and Bud still goes forward with this spokesperson. They know conservatives won't actually boycott these companies that despise them and their values. And you know what? It's crazy because um, it's like it's like, like you're trying to mock conservative people, you know, because they know who's drinking these beers. It's not a bunch of these left-wing LGBTQ LMNOP people. It's us. Really, the conservative people. Now, I'm not a beer drinker personally, but I know a lot of guys that are my friends that that do. You know, they'll pound some some beers, do the Stone Cold Steve Austin, all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So they know who's drinking the beer. It's like they're trying to mock us. It's like, what are you going to do about it? That kind of thing. And I think that there needs to be a boycott of these companies that do stuff like this, for sure. All right. So... Let's get to the calls here. The number to the number to call is 434-658-1220. Let's go ahead and get cracking. Uh, there's also an email for Skype in the description box. If Skype doesn't work, it's not my fault. You know, to blame, blame the white man. Don't blame me because I didn't do it. It's not my fault. All right. I thought I had more videos for you guys. I might be missing one video, but if, if I am, then that's fine. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, I think... Yeah, I wanted to play that one video, but it had way, 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 way too much cussing in it. It was cussing every two seconds, and that's just not what we do. That is just not what we do. Hold on, matter of fact, I got to restart Skype anyways. Our, our RC is acting up. I got one more video for you guys. This is, um, they're on the, they're on Capitol Hill, I suppose. This is... The DNC rep from New York, Jamal Bowman, and uh, the GOP rep, Jamal. Not, not So DNC rep from New York, Jamal Bowman, and the RNC, the Republican GOP rep, Thomas Massey, um, arguing about gun control. Let's check it out. Let's get some sound. Not busting your eardrums. Talking about gun violence. In a school that allows teachers to carry. Carry guns? You think more guns lead to more death? More guns lead to more death. Look at the data. You're not looking at any data. You're carrying the water for the gun lobby. Look at the data. More guns lead to more death. Guns. States that have open carry laws have more death. States that have open carry laws have more death. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Calm down. Children are dying. Nine-year-old children. Because the solution is not arming teachers. Have you ever worked in a school? Have you ever worked in a school? Have you ever worked in a school? Have you ever worked in the school? It's a yes or no question. Have you ever worked in the school? You will not answer my question. Don't stop and talk to me. Okay, I'll bring it down a notch. Have you ever worked in the school? I worked in the school for 20 years. I was a teacher. I was screaming before you came and interrupted me. I worked in the school for 20 So there you have it. A little bit of performance art out there in Capitol Hill. Little performance art, you know, not not a whole lot going on there, but that's Jamal Bowman uh, screaming to carrying on to Thomas Massey uh, about gun control. So I guess his um, logic is to pass more laws that criminals don't follow. Again, we showed the story out of Atlanta, Georgia, with the 17-year-old dope boy, gun runner, who decided to just, you know what I mean, have his fully automatic Glock GLOCC that was stolen with the fully auto switch that was also illegal on the back of it. What kind of gun law stops that from happening? Okay. 
you were not able to have the gun, but somehow you still had it. Like, tell me how that works. All right. But the number to call is 434-65. Hold on, what's, what's my number? 434-658-1220. And let's make sure that that works. Okay, can we? I got to verify the email. I hate Skype. I really do. I promise. I really do. All right. Let me try to make this work here. I think Skype messing up because my email is not verified. Y'all hang tight, please. Ugh, Skype. I hate. 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 Okay. So let me just um, do this right quick. And I will get right back to it. Open carry, no shootings, every state. Yeah, I mean, open carry should be the thing. Because the problem is that the criminals, they don't really care about laws. All right, I think that worked. <laughs> they don't really care about laws. It's just like whatever. 786, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Mr. Anthony Brian Logan, how are you, sir? I'm, I'm well about yourself. Uh, oh, fine. Thank you. Uh, you know, I want to apply a, a similar argument to the gun argument when he was confused. I think, you know, so many thousands of people are killed in DUI accidents every year in America. So I think we need to ban alcohol. I mean, it makes sense if we ban alcohol altogether, we would basically eliminate all the DUIs and save thousands of lives. Yeah, that that never happened. Though. You know that because it's too much money wrapped up. Yeah, in it. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just it show. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, don't you care about those thousands of people who die and get killed in DUIs? And and uh, I mean, seriously, uh, I, I I know of people who, who who have died in them. You know that that is serious though. But uh, but that's the thing. You know, I want to approach these these you know ban gun people with with that argument. You know, let's let's ban alcohol. I bet you a lot of them love having drinks, and they probably won't go for it. And they'll probably say, "Well, not everybody who drinks is is a DOI." Yeah, well, not everybody owns a gun. It's a mass shooter. That is that and is the right. Number of people die DUIs. Yeah, yeah, are are much greater, I think, than mass shooter. And then that that that, that crazy the crazy Bowman congressman there saying more guns mean the more deaths. Well, well, first of all. I was thinking guns were available in like the 1950s. Kids were even back then getting them as gifts, guns and all that. And you never had mass shootings back then. That's right. You know, they would have um, kids would bring guns to school. Like they had, uh, you know, shooting classes or they have mm-hmm. them in the, in the truck outside in the parking lot. And it wasn't a big deal. It was no, yeah. you know, there's, there's obviously another issue going on. And we see it right now with the Nashville person. That was clearly had that clearly yeah. had mental problems. That was a verified mental, I guess you uh-huh. would say, patient. Yeah, well, and of course, too, the the thing is, it comes to a big bottom line that Nashville kind of dovetails into, and Trump, and that is how the severity of punishment for a crime. And uh, you know, it's it's worked. It seems like anymore the the system of justice that's being uh, institutionalized by the left is one of your basically your guilt or your innocence depends on what group you belong to, not what act you've done and not what act you've received upon you. It's, it's, uh, that seems to be that way. I mean, I mean, they're going to try to get Trump for a felony Alvin Bragg, but yet he freely, you know, you know, lets off these, uh, people who push somebody into front of a subway and, 
and all these murderers, these rapists, and these real hard criminals. I mean, basically almost throwing out bail and reducing so many of their sentences from serious felonies to misdemeanors. And uh, it also shows you, you know, what, what they're willing to sacrifice, sacrifice even people's lives to get Trump. I mean, I can't help but think back to when Andrew Cuomo was governor of New York and when Trump sent the, the ship to Comfort and had the, the Javits Center sent in as, as a, a COVID-19 relief center because hospitals were getting overwhelmed. And what did, what did Cuomo do? Apparently, he, or, he ordered the uh, uh, patients to be relocated to nursing homes where 15,000 people died, probably needlessly, because he didn't want to make Trump look good, you know, having all those people in the ships he provided and, uh, you know, and in the Jacob Javits Center. I mean, it's it's real, really sad to see, to see, you know, things devolve this way. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Oh, real quick about the, I uh, like that Dylan Mulvaney still. <laughs> uh, I cracked up a bunch of people on the, on the, uh, on, on the, on the live chat because I said, I know the perfect place for that still photo, put it in an AA meeting. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> All right. I know you got 10 million callers behind you. So, uh, oh yeah. Trump, by the way, 24 hours after his indictment raised $4 million. Wow. Well, there you go. I mean, we can see what that's going to do. And if there's a pert walk and the whole thing that, that, that'll, that'll definitely skyrocket those numbers more than what they already are. Well, they'll probably have more money than ever then. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, 10 million callers are behind you right now. So I'll just hang up and have a good evening. Thank you for the call. I appreciate you. Good thing. All right. Great call. Let's go to four, one, two, you're allowed. I'm speaking to. Oh, hi. This is Heather in uh, Pittsburgh. All right. What's going on? Um, yeah. Um, I've just been like kind of bummed out ever since the uh, Trump indictment. And it's not because it, it isn't for Trump himself, really. I mean, even though I am a supporter, but um, it, it isn't even about that. It's about the fact that um, our country is not going to come back from this. And I just I, I just feel like ever since he got indicted that it's kind of like not the America that it was the day before, you know, and I, and it's, um, and it's just so upsetting that people are just too stupid to even notice to, to, to even think that this will ever be used against anybody else. This is all this, you know, the toothpaste will get put back into the tube after Trump is done. Right. And that's what people think. And it, it just kills me that people are so obtuse, you know, yeah, I mean, well, this, this this is going to be a definite issue here. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to see what the reaction is going to be from the people if they if there's a bigger support for Trump. And I want to see how this whole thing plays out throughout the campaign cycle, like the rest of this year in 2024, because it'll definitely have an effect on it. Oh, yeah. I mean, his, his supporters are more galvanized. I hope he does get a mugshot. I hope he has a big, big smile on his face while he does it. I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> Oh, that, that'd be great. <laughs> because I think, it, yeah, um, yeah, and and you know what? Like uh, Elon Musk is talking, and all these, all these people are talking about how AI is going to like take over the world and destroy the world. And I just feel like, you know what? Who gives a damn if it does? Because everything just sucks. Um, you know, it's just like everybody's stupid, and and there's no justice system in this country. It's it's so biased and and our government is so crooked and it's, it's like america just isn't what it was and i just don't even care about 
you know, I, I just, I don't know. It's just so depressing. It's, it's like, well, who, who cares if AI takes over? I mean, it's all going downhill anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too melodramatic, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's all right. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, one more thing, though, about that lady freaking out on somebody being 30 feet away from her, for God's sake. Um, okay, first of all, 30 feet away is pretty damn far away. And second of all, this one time I'm walking down the street and this guy's yelling at me across the street. I'm like, oh, God. And I'm just ignoring him. And then finally I turn and he he's letting me know that my wallet just fell out. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, if, 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 if you want to be uh, I mean, it's kind of reverse sexism, isn't it? To think that every guy that walks up to you is trying to get you or something. I mean, yeah, you, you know what? That that lady's going to end up. Uh, not, not accepting help that she needs, you know, she, she's not teaching. She, she, she put out this video thinking that she was so smart and giving this great lesson to people. But, um, I don't think it's that great a lesson. <laughs> right on. So, okay. Well, listen, I'll let you go. Um, have a great night. Thanks for the call. Appreciate you. All right. Shout out to the caller. Good call. And let's get to some more here. Uh, these videos are crazy. I'm I'm seeing a bunch of stuff on my timeline right now. It's 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 a whole it's a whole big mess. But yeah, I mean maybe the wallet was on the ground. It's like hey, the wallet falls on the floor and I pick it up. Then I guess it's finders keepers, losers weepers. I guess, I guess we're gonna do it like that, right? Or or not? Eight six oh, you don't know how much speaker to. Hey BL, it's uh your old pal F A Ranger Xbox. How you doing, brother? It's all good, man. What's happening? Oh God! You know, <laughs> you know what's going on, man. The fruitcakes are out in force. Oh, oh of course, man. Uh, you know, if my son wanted to run around in a Velociraptor uniform, should we just let him have razor sharp knives or machetes and go rip people apart in the shopping malls because that's what Velociraptors do? Because he's wearing a costume. <laughs> Hey, I say, I say, why not? Just go ahead, let 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 them let them have it at this point. Yeah, because because men can be a w- women. Yeah, right. Give me a break. <laughs> I watched my wife when my do- my daughter was born. It was emergency cesarean section, and uh, my wife almost died. And she told the doctor, she said, "Save my daughter, no matter what." And uh, to me, that's a woman. And ain't no freak wearing makeup going to pretend or insult women like that because of our mothers, our sisters, and our wives. And I'll end with that, brother. You take care, and God bless America. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you. Very well said. You know, women actually go through real things that a man is not going to go through. Why must we like trivialized like why why is that minimized why minimize women to uplift these mentally ill people you know 405 and online who am i speaking to hey everybody else me that's from Oklahoma city how's it going it's all right how about yourself well i've been having my good days bad days here and there mostly but today's been a pretty good day well sounds good well <clears throat> I just want to 
bring up an event that's going to have an anniversary here pretty soon. It's kind of big here in Oklahoma City. Of course, I'm talking about the um, Oklahoma City bombing. And, like, uh-huh. if people seem to forget, it took two nut jobs who shall we not be named because I don't want to get them famous or anything who still pretty much are famous for their actions. Why would it? Why did we ban U-Haul vehicles after that? I mean, this is kind of like talking about the whole gun debate deal. You're not going to ban guns just because some trans nut job just decided to shoot up a Christian school. I mean, I'm I, I, I and, and this is a little fact about me. I actually went there to see the aftermath when I was very, very young, and it's still ingrained in my head that these two idiots had the level of hatred that they did. And it's just ridiculous that people don't understand. You can ban whatever gun you want, but people will still get their hands on it one way or the other. I mean, we're not attacking the black market. That's fun, fight, which is the main problem with these um, guns. I know that the shooter bought them legally, but still, there are ways to get guns, even though you ban them to the moon and back. That's right. And it, it just sickens me that I had to literally hammer this knowledge to people that, oh, you can't do this because it will still be available in the black market. And people don't understand that. I mean, like these overpaid celebrities getting paid millions and millions of dollars to do a job, and yet they don't seem to be educated at all. I mean, you got to point out, well, they will not work. What about the black market? What about this? Whatever that, and they get so butthurt, they'll literally just block you on social media because because their facts because our, our facts are beating their logic. Of course. I mean, like, I'm maybe not the smartest tool in the. I may not be the sharpest tool in the in the toolbox, but at least I have some common sense. I mean, it's just stupid that we're going to keep talking about ban, banning guns for no reason. Right. I mean, I'm with you 100%. Yeah, it, it, yeah it's, it's just ridiculous that people don't learn from history. I mean, it won't work. I mean, I do feel sorry for the people that lost their lives, but still, it's ridiculous that we're still talking about gun control in, two, uh, in 2023. Right. I mean, I, I, I'm just tired of talking about gun control. Let's just talk about mental health for once. It, it seems that we're forgetting about that in this country. Definitely. So I need to get so let other cars speak their piece tonight. So um, I'll just let you go. Okay, man. Well, thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. All right. Bye. All right, shout out to the caller. And thank you guys for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. 
All righty, Les, what's happening? Can hey, BL, how are you? Uh, it's all good. I'm glad to hear. So I actually want to go ahead and chime in my two cents on this whole, uh, not only the 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 shooting that happened in, in Nashville, but of course the whole um, LTB, whatever, you know, alphabet soup. I, I'm tired of it. Honestly, this is the, the topic that really boils my blood just because I have little ones and you know, I cherish that innocence that they have. And and the whole thing is that it's very sick how these individuals are really trying to corrupt the mind of our youth. Um, I think it's despicable and there's no reason behind it. And the thing is, like what we keep on saying, and you obviously vocalize it so much, ABL, if, if you, you're an adult, you're entitled to do what you want in your life, in your adult life. Can we just leave the children out of it, though? Exactly. Because, right, because it's exactly what you said. What are they going to try to add now to the end of it, Pete? Yep. Maps? Are they going to try to include maps now in there? That's 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 the game plan. That's that's where it's all leading. I mean, we can all see it. I saw all this coming beforehand before we got this close. I saw it when it was very far away. But now we're right at the door. They're not they're knocking on the door. I see it. Anybody can see it. Exactly. It's like ABL, if we go back in time, honestly, as as the years have progressed, like, you know, the 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 agenda, they really took out the nuclear family. That's one. And then two, you know, they they they, they started t removing God from schools. And then they started indoctrinating, you know, not only the college students, but that wasn't enough for them. They started then um pretty much going down the the younger youth and now and now what? You get what I'm saying? Like, this is this is disgusting. It's ridiculous. And I'm really starting to honestly think that this is just all honestly, it's, it's, it's a mental illness. That's what it is. Because it's one thing if you want to sit there and say, hey, I, I identify as this. But then for that individual to to really be so adamant that everyone around them has to play pretend in their fantasy that's not right. There's something wrong there mentally. <laughs> That's right. So then, and the whole um, Nashville thing, you know, again, because this all ties into this whole, you know, community, right? The whole alphabet soup community. Um, it doesn't matter how anyone is addressing this person. Th this person is deceased. Um, this person committed crimes. This person took out lives. And the way people are going to go ahead and pretty much label now this criminal, it doesn't matter. Okay, it's like what you said. Biologically, we have to address her, address the individual as as what the person was born. And and you know what? The whole the whole thing that the this is what the fake news media decided to pick at is disgusting really you want to sit there and say oh you know this the pronouns and you know we're so offended and we have to call them for how they identified themselves really instead of actually then covering the story and saying, you know it was so unfortunate we lost lives they want to sit there and say that but it's what you said abl it's all about the brainwashing it's all about the brainwashing and you know what at the end of the day we don't need to take away guns. We should be arming every single school so that in case of an event like this, our children are very more well protected than schools not being armed. And I drop Mike there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Abiel. 
I want to wish you a wonderful night. God bless you and everyone in the chat. And until next time, take care, Evia. All right. Thank you for the call. Appreciate you. Bye. All right. Shout out to Les. Great call. Thank you guys for being here. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Calling last week at 207 Oh, Anthony, give me a second. Let me uh, turn it down. Sorry, sir. That's hey, all right. What's up? It's Bernard from Maine. All right, man. What's happening? <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry. I was, uh, she had some great points. <laughs> Anyways, you know, I was looking at your uh, channel today. Yeah, I think you're about to hit a million subscriptions. Yeah, that, that'll be coming up here pretty soon. That's, that's the, um, that, that's the, that's the projection. Yeah, you know what? It was interesting to me because, you know, this is why I can see you American. I have not seen you brag about it or kind of like up it or whatever. And that, you know, it's you're just doing your thing and what happens, what happens. You're going to hit a mailman. And I'm so excited. I just want to tell you that, man. And everyone out there, yeah, people make fun of me. It's Bernard for me. He's been drinking. Yeah, I worked all fucking week. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's okay, hey, hey, you know, you, you, hey, hold on, hold on, one second. You, you, you can drink all you want to, but you can't cuss on the show. That's one. That's, that's all you can't do. Hi, I'm sorry. I'll, <laughs> I'll let you go. I'm sorry. That's all good, man. Thank you for the call. Thank you. <laughs> I feel him. He was like, "Hey, man, I've been, I've been working. I'm, a, I'm gonna go ahead and just pop this beer." Hey, I'm not, I'm not judging, man. Go ahead and enjoy yourself. Go ahead and you know, let, let your hair down right quick. Just no cussing. Five zero four, you're the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL, it's Alien Spaceship. All right, man, what's happening? All right, so basically, I think that the transgender thing is terrible, and it has to do, of, you know, with demonic forces, and it reminds me of something called Balfament, which was like a human-demon uh, hybrid thing, and uh, that's what, what those transgender things remind me of. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a pretty good comparison. Right. And I also saw through social media, just like you, them twerking for the kids and the, all those terrible things they were doing with those kids. It just, yes, I agree. I wish there was things I could unsee. Absolutely. Because that, that video was really horrible. Right. And, and there's, there's tons of them. And it just, it's uh, marvelous to see that, you know, a lot of this was true with the other people were saying from the past that these people were, disturbed and also it's just insane that after they go and uh, one of them shoots up a school then they're saying how trying to respect his gender or whatever it is it's gender you know it's it's terrible right absolutely yeah because you know they just have no empathy and they just want to do things for their own cause and they're so overconfident that they think it's going to work well, you know, I, you know, us Americans are not going to put up with it. And I do agree with Les that the schools should be armed and people should have their guns. And I mean, because if you take away people's guns and they listen to it, I mean, they're going to be obviously defenseless. You know, like that black guy you're talking about earlier from Atlanta, they would be totally defenseless against that. Right. Absolutely. I mean, these guys exist. They're not going anywhere. So it's like, what's the purpose in trying to disarm the regular everyday citizen, the law, the law abiding citizen, the criminals will not give up their guns. So why take the guns from the law abiding citizens? It doesn't make any sense. Like you said, it'll put them in the worst situation, make us vulnerable. Right. And like the no self-defense and it's like, cause that guy uh, could have 
going into the store and kill all those people. And it's good, I believe, that police officers, you know, to you know stop him. And you know, you saw those guns. You know how they took the Glock and they modified it into a even more lethal weapon. Exactly. Right, and I think you know it's like almost like they want us all to get killed. Well. It could be that or they want us to be relying upon the government completely and not be able to be self-sufficient, which would mm-hmm. make us vote more for the left all the time because we know we can't do anything on our own. So that that could be the thing that they try to get us to do. Right, right. Like kind of like a, a nanny state. Have you heard of that term before? Yeah, yeah. So then we know mm-hmm. we're not protected. So then we'll say, yeah, put us in a an, in a pod or a cage 24 hours a day mm-hmm. and keep us in there. We'll, we'll give us we'll, we'll, we'll give us civil liberties just to be more safe. But in reality, we should have kept us with liberties that we had. And then we'd mm-hmm. be safer that way. Right. You know, when my grandparents were younger in America, it was so much different. And, you know, like some people were talking to the callers in the chat, like how people, you, you know, I think at schools, people, you know, they showed them how to use guns and they did all that stuff. And it was good that they did that. And back in the fifties and forties and whatnot, there was less crime. And then when they switched around, and they went after, they went to in the total opposite direction. The crime rose. Like where I am in New Orleans, you know, the, the crime has risen, and the the leftist government in New Orleans has made the city go downhill, and the crime has risen. And yeah, I mean, it, it's just uh, terrible what what they're doing. And I do agree with you. It's likely they want us to come reliant on the government and have us live in pods. And this is the beginning stages of it. And you know, it's good that you know we're exposing it. And unfortunately, so many normies. Don't really get it. Absolutely. All right. And that's all I have to say for this call. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you. Goodbye. All right. Shout out to the call. We'll get some, we'll get some more here. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Let's go. 928, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Yes, Mr. Logan. This is Alvin Bragg. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, it's no problem. So, yes, uh, I am the uh, district attorney in uh, Gotham. <laughs> I know we got this really bad problem with Batman and everything. You know, Donald Trump's a big issue, but I'm ready to throw him under the rug just so we can catch Batman. I want to come on your show and prove to you personally that I have information that Donald Trump is completely innocent. And uh, I'm going to let him off the hook, but I'm going to need to come on your show because I'm pretty sure I just lost my job and uh, I don't have a place to stay. So if you got like a futon, I can stay on your couch and come on your show and maybe something like that. We can make out a deal, you know? Well, hey, I'm not really really sure, man. You know, I've I've seen you kind of a big guy, so my, my futon that I might have, it might not be necessarily fit for you right there. So I don't know, man. You might need to find a a little hovel somewhere out there in Gotham to hunker down in. And in the meantime, until you get your job back or go to a different smaller place to work. I, I mean, if I lay on my side, I could probably do a queen size futon. <laughs> um, and possibly if I wash the dishes, maybe we can work something out, man. I mean, I'm struggling here. <laughs> hey man, I can't, I can't do nothing for you, man. Hopefully you could just, um, you know, um, not do what you did with the whole Trump situation, and then you'd be just fine in your next job. Yeah, I know. I should have spent more time trying to catch Batman. Hey, anyways, 
Anthony, I, I got to come clean. It's not Alvin Bragg, man. Oh, oh, it's, really? It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's Jack again. I've called a couple times doing this skit. But anyways, man, love your show. Love what you're doing. Love the audience. The the uh, the comment section is pretty funny tonight and uh, really enjoying the show. Uh, thank you so much for taking my call. And uh, I got to say, God bless America. God bless our vets. And God bless all of you. Y'all have a good night now. Peace. Peace. All right. Great call. Shout out to my man for the call. Hey, I was I was totally fooled. I had no idea that was not Alvin Bragg. Did you guys know? I would never have known. If you didn't say, hey, this is not Alvin Bragg, I'd have been like, oh, really? We got a whole celebrity on the line. It's crazy. <laughs> all right. Let's go to 813. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, how you doing, ABS? My name is Shamar from out of Tampa, Florida. All righty, man. What's going on? Not much, man. I was just uh, calling in. Um, I wanted to talk about the the whole trends. I, I, my thing is, they say it's not a mental health crisis, but why are we going through an epidemic of people, biology not matching up with their brains? I think... I, I, that's just something that kind of popped in my head today. I was like, uh, "It's something that we gotta. We can't say. We can't say. Oh, we're not. It, the, the mental health is not really a big thing when it comes to why you know what I'm saying the, the way they are becoming. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, their biology is not messing up with the, you know, the chemicals in their brain." Yeah, there's there's clearly a problem. I mean, clearly a problem. Like the whole situation in Nashville, uh, the person was transgender, and then she was like under the care of a medical professional, like a legit medical professional to treat the mental illness. And then we're yep. talking about people that are transgender, uh, fifty percent self deletion uh, rate, or they want to, you know, they 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 want to do it at that rate. So it was like obviously you got problems, you got serious problems, and you're not making it any better with the medical stuff. That's, it's just, that's, right. that's, we, we're, we're sitting there, we're, we're pandering to him instead of trying to, you know, really heal him. You know, if that's, if that's what we truly trying to tackle as, as far as uh, mental health, you know what I mean? So that's kind of, that's kind of what my, my whole point was like, how's your, your, we got this epidemic of people and their, their, their brains not matching up with their biology. And I don't know. But uh, I appreciate the call. I was taking my call. I was trying to get in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you, you know, got on, man. You. No problem. Oh, yeah. All right, peace. peace. Shout out to the caller. Yeah, man, clearly, it's clearly something going on with your brain. It's not really the elevator not going to the top floor. That's, that's obvious what's happening. 773, alarm was speaking to. ABL, it's your retired Chicago police officer friend. Hey, ABL, uh, what I like and what I wanted to point out is if you notice with the transgender thing and the uh, video that you had with the uh, curtain, rod, uh, curtain rod scepter uh, transgender, uh, notice that there's a male aggression there. Yes. I mean, you could put a dress on, but you cannot deny the male testosterone and the male hormones that you're trying to cover up maybe medically with the pharmaceuticals or by by your dress but there is still that you know that male aggression coursing through your veins 
that's why you can't even contain yourself to tell people to wreak havoc and violence against others because you have that male in within you. You're not female. You you're a male that thinks or feels that you're a female, which is fine if you're an adult, you could do that. But let's not deny the fact that you have, you know, male biology running through your veins. There was um, Ben Shapiro was on a, a, a talk show panel. You might recall this where he said something. He was sitting next to a transgender. He said something that the transgender didn't like. And the transgender grabbed them by the shoulder and said, you better stop that if you want to go home with your head or something like that. I remember that. You know, it, it showed that person's aggression. Even though you're sitting there and you're dressed and you identify as a transgender, you couldn't even deny the, the testosterone coursing through your veins and that aggression that you have. And it's the same with this shooting. You know, most women don't go and do, a, you know, a multiple shooting like that. Who does that? Males do that. So even though you're a transgender, it's, it's your maleness, your male side that, that is, you know, pushing you and, and, of course, your thoughts that's pushing you to take that aggressive action. And then, of course, the community wants to disown the transgender once they do something like that. They call him by his real name and everything else instead of saying one of our own community has now committed this atrocity. So, I mean, that's my thoughts on the transgender thing. You know, you have chromosomes that are male. You do. If you want to identify as a female, that's fine. But leave our kids alone. They'll find out in their own time. And I also did see something. Uh, it was a. It, it was just on this last week's Bill Maher. They had he was a homosexual, but he even brought out the thing that, you know, most kids that are effeminate and everything else would just wind up being gay. But in today's society, now they're somehow talked into. Oh, maybe I'm really a woman instead of just being gay and soft, you know. And then they they think, well, this is an option for me is to be, you know, transgendered. Then they find out later, uh, you know what? I was gay all along. I'm really not transgendered. And now they've done things that they can't take back. And what I mean by done things is taking hormones, maybe got breast implants, who knows what they did. Now, <clears throat> that's my thoughts on that. So quickly, the thing about Trump. You know that these charges are just, you know, uh, knick-knack little charges. They really are. He shouldn't have even been charged. But what they're doing with Trump is they're distracting Trump and persecuting Trump to have to concentrate on defending himself so he can't concentrate on running for president. They're hoping that they get rid of him, that he doesn't run and he's not eligible to run. But the fact is that they're afraid of him and they just keep throwing everything, you know, including the kitchen sink at him to annoy him and to make him have to defend himself, even for something as piddly as this whole Stormy Daniels thing that happened years and years ago. As a matter of fact, he, he, let's say he even did that. The statute of limitations have run out on some, some of that. 
and they're trying to charge him locally with a federal crime. Locally, it would only be a misdemeanor. It's the federal crime that turns it into a felony, but you're trying to do it in New York, so you don't even really have a right to do that. But as long as you distract them, and also as long as you make people's um, perception of him, you know, get, you know, uh, thrown through the muck, maybe, you know, he won't be our next president again. And I believe that that's what they're hoping to do, ABL, which is really a shame on the the situation that's at hand. And then one last thing about the gun control, because I've talked about gun control many times. When you have gun control, the only guns you control are the guns of law-abiding citizens, not the criminal. The criminal is already breaking the law by having the gun in the first place. That video of that kid coming out of that store, and you could say, you know, he had no right to search him and all that, which he did because it's a pat down. But, you know, he wasn't supposed to have a gun in the first place, but but he doesn't live by the laws. He does whatever he wants. People like us live by the laws. So, you know, we want to try to preserve our right to bear arms and defend ourselves because the police cannot always be there to defend you. You have a right to defend yourself. That's my two cents on the whole thing, ABL. And uh, I'll continue watching the show. And uh, thanks a lot for your time. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate you. Thanks. Very good. Very, very well said. All right. Thank you guys for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these interwebs. 304, you don't know who I'm speaking to. Hey, it's JD Speaks. What's going on, ABL? It's all good, man. What's happening? Uh, ain't too much, man. I'm uh, wanting to know if you hear about uh, the CDC folks that got sick when they went to go check on uh, East Palestine. No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, I, I just saw an article today on uh, it was a BBC article. I know CNN had one too, but it was some uh, CDC workers that went earlier this month. <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, they got headaches, nausea, the same thing everybody else living there got. It was, I think I think twelve of them went, like seven of them got sick. Wow. But uh, they were saying they they symptoms was had uh, vanished at the same day, you know. But I don't trust the word they saying. I um. Uh, Actually, in the process, moving from Wheeling, uh, West Virginia, that's a little too close to comfort for me and my family, man. So yeah, it's right there. You're right in Ohio go. Valley. You got to get up, get up out of there. Yeah, that's right, man. We got to go. But uh, I, I don't believe a word they saying about it. And uh, are you familiar with uh, Dr. Mike Adams? Um, No, not really. Okay. I think he uh run with Dale Big Tree, you know, and them guys. But he was... Uh, he has some guy on, some scientist talking about the uh, when those chemicals were burned, they produce a bunch of dioxins. And that's the thing we really need to wor- be worried about, them dioxins. Ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's a whole bunch of... Go ahead. That's, that's, that's definitely a problem with, with the chemicals burned, and then it's, 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 it's spreading. It's not just going to stay right there in East Palestine. It's going to go all over the place. Exactly. Ohio River, rainwater, everything, man. So. Yep. I don't trust one bit of it. Exactly. Yep, this is my first time calling in, man. I enjoy the show. Enjoy what you do. 
I don't agree with you on everything, but I love what you do, brother. Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Keep it up, man. Y'all take it easy. All right. Same to you. Yeah, Woodland's right there, right up. It's like, but no, West Virginia is like, it's like circular, and then it goes like to this point. Woodland's up, up on that point, and and that and that little point is between Ohio and Pennsylvania. So yeah, that's way too close for comfort. Shout out to Willing. Nine zero eight, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello. Hello. Can you turn the up in the background for me, please? Uh, yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I just did. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Elaine. I'm calling from New Jersey. All righty, what's going on? I, all right, I'm just wondering. After all these years of all the kids, every year they have to take vaccines in order to go to school. As far as chickenpox and measles, mumps, whatever. I have noticed, I have never had a problem my entire life with any of this stuff. And my son, he's 23 now. But I've noticed over the years, all these kids are now having reactions to peanuts and everything else. Do you think that maybe the stuff that they're putting the vaccines is causing these reactions. I think what's happening with the um, the peanut allergies and things of that nature is that right. the the diets that kids are eating has changed. I think that's what's going on. So, um, I think there. I, I was listening to something where they were talking about if you give kids peanuts or expose them to it earlier, then they won't have these allergies when they get a little bit older. So I'm thinking it's just about what the kids are eating and. If, if you're exposed to a certain kind of food early, you may develop a tolerance or um, you won't tolerate certain food afterward. Yeah, like I'm reading the chat. They're talking about it's the processing. That, that kind of makes sense there. Yeah, but it seems like it's more prevalent now than it used to be. Yeah, because the diets that ki- right because because the the food that kids are eating has changed. I mean, the vaccines the vaccines could be part of it for sure, but I think it's more about the diet because the the foods that kids are eating now. I don't know what kids are eating right now, but I know what I was eating in the eighties as a little boy is different than what kids are eating right now in the twenty twenty three, and I know it's much different than what my parents were eating when they were little kids. So that's probably the the driving force behind all of it. Oh, okay. It could also be all the stuff that they're putting into the foods that we're eating. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. And as far as the whole Trump situation, oh, geez. I don't even know what to say about that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot Trump going on there. the four years that he was in there. I liked it, but I don't know that we can withstand another four years of that. Mm-hmm. Because he held down. I mean, I give him props. For the four years he was in there, he did a lot of good things. That's right. But but now this whole drama coming back in with him, I don't know. 
Well, it's going to be interesting to see how the whole thing uh, pans out because he's already announced and there's a lot of people that still support him. So we're, we're going to see how it goes. Right. All right. Well, you have a good night and have a blessed rest of the weekend. I love your chat. Love your channel. Well, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Okay. And tomorrow, well, it is Sunday. And, yep. All righty. Have a good night. Shout out to her. Shout out to the calls. You guys are great. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Do not be afraid to call. Let's go to, let's try. We're calling on line 617. Who am I speaking to? Hey, hey, BL, what's up? Hey, too much, man. What's going on? Hey, so what do you think about the 30 charges that have been uh, for the indictment for, for, for Trump? Uh, I think that it's BS because they said that only one of the charges is a felony. And in New York, the statute of limitations for misdemeanors is two years. And these allegations happened back, what, 2016? So obviously we're past the statute of limitations for... 29 of the charges. Now, the one charge they want to derive is based on the misdemeanor, which is past the statute of limitations, and they're going to have a really hard time trying to prove the campaign finance violation. And you got to prove that Trump did that in order to... First, you got you to prove that he did it. Then you got to prove that he did it to, um, to change the election. That's going to be really difficult to do, especially since Michael Cohen's own lawyer drafted a letter in 2018 that says that that didn't happen, that there was no such thing from Trump. So if Cohen's own lawyer said that in 2018 and there was a statute of limitations, I don't really see the connection. It's a weak case. Okay, so it's not a weak case. Uh, let me let me help you out. Um, do you know the the uh, Mr. Willensburg? You know who is? Who? I think that's his name, maybe. Mr. Willensburg is the uh, uh, Trump chief financial officer. Okay, He's yeah, the I don't, CFO. I, okay. So he went to jail. Uh, I mean, they charged him five months. Uh, in uh, for uh, for uh, uh, tax fraud, wire fraud, that gets you a sentence of 15 to 20 years. He's only doing five months. He's been the CFO of that company for the last probably 30 years. <laughs> so pretty much, there's been a lot of evidence, multiple evidence. Of course, the, the, the DEA is not going to tell us about the Trump Organization committing fraud, financial fraud. So it's not about it's not about Stermer Daniel. This is just the that's what's the the little thing for the fish to cut. That that Stermer Daniel thing, the 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 uh, the hundred thirty thousand dollars that they're reporting, the tax return as a legal fees is nothing. I mean that will get you in trouble. Don't get me wrong. You do that something like that, you could go to jail for that at the federal level. Maybe not at the state level, but the federal level you could do you could do time for that. But that's that, that's not what they're looking for. They're looking for the big all these bankruptcies that the guy did. Do you know that in 2002, uh, Trump uh, uh, filed for bankruptcy uh, when he borrowed uh, a, a commercial loan for Countrywide? I think it was over uh, $200 million or $150 million to build a casino in Atlantic City, and six months later, he filed bankrupt. How did he get that loan? Okay, so I'm not understanding what's going on. So, okay, so there's... So pretty so, much so, every, every time... Hold, hold on, so there's, there's 30 charges... Let's, let's talk about what the actual charges are. 30 charges. 
and they said only one of the charges is a felony, and the and the charge is relating to the campaign finance violation about Stormy Daniels. So what other crimes are there? Because if there is any other crime, hold on, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. If there is any other crimes, he's not being charged for it. He's being charged. Nah, I said, listen, you're not not listening, sir. Excuse me, you're not listening. I said, what are the other crimes? Because, again. They're not going to tell you. They're not going to tell you. So so he's not being charged for it, right? Well, he will be charged. When? They're not going to tell you. Well, I mean. The 30 charges. The 30 charges that, that the, those charges have not been told released to the public. No, we no, no. Okay, but listen, you're not, so you're not listening, though. Okay, they said it's only one felony in the 30. It's only one felony. And the only thing that they were talking about was the campaign finance violation being a felony. So no, what no, else no, could... No, 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 no. no. They, they already said there's only one felony in that. Out of the 30, it, it didn't say what all the 30 charges were, but they did say the only well, one. Excuse I, me, excuse me, the, sir, excuse me. They did not say what all the 30 charges were, but they did say that only one is a felony. Just one. So you're talking about some other stuff that couldn't be that, especially since they already came out and said that the only thing they're trying to get them on as far as a felony is a campaign finance violation. No, no, that's just not true. And that, and, true. And, and, and that was the whole thing the grand jury was talking about. That's the whole Alvin Bragg investigation. It's open investigation, and the grand jury was convened to see if they were going to charge Trump for that, and they've indicted him on that. Let's just be clear. Uh, okay, let me help you out. Let me help you out to know how, how this investigation works. Why Michael Cohen went to jail? Um, I don't know. You tell me. Okay, Michael Cohen went to the, the first fish. It was because he lied to Congress the way that the reimbursement for the Stormy Niner case. Okay, they so... They opened the books. They opened the books. Excuse me, listen. They opened the books, and they found out that he was, that he did a, he committed an unreported uh, taxable income with his uh, business. So they have a lot of stuff on this guy. They're not going to tell you because they don't want to release it to the public. I don't think this DA is going to work against the President of the United States with a simple charge. That will be totally stupid. And he will be going as a, the worst DA ever. I don't think, and I think this guy is very careful. They've been very careful how they're going to do this. They, he might not go to jail. I'm not saying that he might, he might, he might, they might give him a chance and say, you know, pay a fine. But then the federal government is going to step in. <laughs> and then he, they're going to nail him. It's a plan. So a if, plan. The, if the federal government would step in, why didn't they, elect to charge him for the campaign finance violation before Alvin Bragg because tried to bring it back up. the federal government have, when the federal government charge you, they're not going to charge the president of the United States with a simple charge. That would be stupid. That's dumb for the so, federal government. So why, so why would Alvin Bragg need to be the one that would bring the case to the government's attention? Why wouldn't the government do that on their own? Alvin Bragg is a lower court. Why would they need him to be involved at all? I just explained to you, the federal government have a 97 conviction rate. The federal government will never go after you if they have a, f- a strong evidence well beyond reasonable doubt. They will never, like the call that he did in Georgia, that's something. You're, that not, you're not answering the question. The question was, if the federal government wanted to charge Trump, why would they need Alvin Bragg to be involved with this? Well, they, they, well he's going he's gonna to do, the, they're going to start the investigation with him. Excuse me, you're not, you're, not answering, you're not answering the question. Uh, why would they, the federal government does not need some podunk lawyer even if it's from New York City, they don't need him to get this stuff done. Why wouldn't they charge him directly? Why would they involve Alvin Bragg at all? Well, What's a, I, I excuse me, excuse me, sir. I'm, excuse I'm, me, sir. 
what's the reason? Give me the purpose and quickly. The federal government is not gonna investigate the president in the low charges. They're not gonna they're not gonna come and bring him in low charges. That's not what the federal government does. And then you're gonna bring you are gonna have a federal court, the president of the United States, are you insane? They're not gonna they have to be made sure that the guy they, they, they look at all the options, possible options, that the guy has no liability. And if he has no liability, they're gonna go after him. But they are studying, they are studying this. They, I don't know if he's going to go to jail. Don't, I'm not saying they're going to go to jail. But I'm sure the federal government is going to step in. If this guy goes away, he doesn't decide to run again. I mean, he goes away completely. If he comes back, the federal government is going to go. And they're going to teach him a lesson. So he's being getting so, away so, with so a lot you think, of stuff. So you think he might not go to jail, but the feds are going to step in and not send him to jail? I, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't know how far the federal government will go. I, I, I don't know. I'm, what's I don't, the point? What's, you, what you, I, excuse me. You just said they have a very high conviction rate. Why would they step in if he's not going to go to jail? Because they need overwhelming evidence beyond the reasonable doubt. Evidence of what? What are they going to get him on? That they could. Any they, they, evidence? Any any bank fraud I have done? You know, he has two set of books uh, uh, when he got the loan for countrywide that he he inflated his assets and in, for the for the uh, IRS he lowered his assets. So pretty much. He will say that one of his buildings was worth so much money when it comes to getting the loan. And when it comes to the IRS, he said the, the value of the building was undervalued. OK, so the feds have been investigating Trump for years and years and years now. He's no, already he's, excuse, no, me, excuse, me, excuse me, I'm not done. They've been investigating it for years and years and years now. They already impeached him twice and they beat the case twice. So now all of a sudden, because Alvin Bragg came in and said, okay, we're going to do a little ticky-tack charge, campaign finance violation. Now the feds are going to come in and they're going to do anything to Trump. Ridiculous. But thank you for the call. You've been on for a while. Have a good night. All right. Shout out to him. Can't take too much of the time. But yeah, um, <laughs> if the feds have not been successful yet, you're not going to have some podunk dude out there in New York, Alvin Bragg, come in. Some ticky tack charges, campaign finance violation. You're not gonna have him come in and then make the federal government do anything. Nothing at all. All right. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. All right. Yeah, man. So you know, it's it's just it's just kind of weird. People talking about, oh, they're gonna get them. They finally gonna get them. It's been years now. It's been years of the left talking about they're gonna finally get Trump, and they never get him. They never ever 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 get him. It's just they're just trying to bring him through court action to make it difficult for him to do anything else. That's all. Yeah, people don't understand. Even if he does get convicted, he can still run for president. They don't get that. 305 in the line. Who am I speaking to? It's Jay. I'm um I'm calling from Miami. All right, Look, what's going on? Let me tell you something. Ain't nothing gonna happen to Trump. I think I don't know. I don't, I don't really want to say that that nothing's gonna happen. Because sometimes I figure these people go this far to get him. And then to think that we got a justice system right now who don't even, he can't even tell you what a woman is. So they don't went so far off the rails that I feel like they might try to just do whatever they could do to indict them, even though they know it's wrong. Everything they're doing right now, they're not trying to do nothing. They're just doing it. They tell you the border's closed. We know it's open. They tell you uh, what? 
they're doing all this for everybody. They ain't doing nothing. But they just get up there and they talk. But then they're doing all this crazy stuff. All this money going all everywhere but the way it need to go. The people out here going crazy, man. You know? And I don't understand it at all. And Trump, Trump is my boy. I live in Miami. And I tell you what, I don't trust the Santas at all. And I know you and I've heard uh, Brandon talk about him in a good light. But y'all are not living in Miami. Yeah, he did real good with the with the freedom and all that there. With, with, with all that, that's posturing. Okay, that's posturing. Right now, Miami and the state of Florida is turning into Los, uh, uh, L.A. with a housing crisis. We can't even, the people put in their office, it can't even afford to stay here no more. Our rent just jumped up like eight, eight, $1,800 overnight since all these people come in. Now the people sitting here that live here, that work here, can't even afford to stay here. But he don't never address that. You understand? Trump is the only one that's going to get in there and actually do something. The rest of these people are politicians. I mean, I like the Santas. Let them stay governor. But do I trust him? No. You know, but on this thing where, uh, where, where, where Trump's, they, I don't know. I don't know why they keep, I do know why they keep bothering him because he's a slam dunk. He's going to win. It's a slam dunk. They stole the last one. And this one here, man, please. I, I just I just hope he gets he gets out of this unscathed, but I don't really see it happening because they have all this backup ready. They got the thing in Georgia that's ready to go just in case this one, and that already failed anyway. All the stuff they got is bullcrap, but you know they still gonna push it. You know I don't know what we do about it because the people that we sit here and we expect to uphold justice, they not upholding anything. They upholding food buffoonery. You know. And I agree with a lot of other people that say that all of this that's going on right now, this is just a distraction on what's really happening. I mean, what happened to the today was supposed to be the um, the uh, LGBT Avengers Day or something like that or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, what's up with that? I want to know what's going on with that. Because, you know, if we put out something like that, it'll be a problem. Oh, they don't like us, do this and that. But they just shot up a Christian school for being Christian. You know, what's my, what's that about? You know, we don't talk about that. We're not having those conversations. You know, I don't, I'm sick of having conversations to tell you the truth. We need to do something. All this conversation don't get nobody anywhere. You know, we need some action. You know, and that's from the government side. You know, and, and with who's that? And Congress. Congress doing an all right job. I don't like McCarthy, but, you know, I, I don't like him at all. And I'm glad Jim Jordan put in a couple of others put, set some, some uh, barriers in place that'll keep him in line. Because actually, I think he's a part of the swamp. But if they didn't have those borders in place, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he'll, he, he wouldn't be doing what he's doing right now. The video that he gave Tucker Carlson, okay, that's all a ploy. They gave Tucker Carlson uh, that video first. Why? Because they want you to trust Fox News. I don't trust Fox no more. I used to listen to Fox all day. They pushing the Santas. The Santas is backed by Bush, okay? And Bush and um, who else? Those other no, never Trumpers and rhinos. So if that's who's backing him, why are you going to trust him? Why do you rather him instead of uh, Trump? Because they know Trump's the only one who's going to do something. Sorry. You run on. Oh, it's all good, but, man. <laughs> I didn't expect to get to you. But uh, that that's that's true. I mean, from my side and looking at it down here, a lot of people like before, before Trump. I mean, when when um, DeSantis just got in, 
He didn't hear nothing about the Sanchez. All the Sanchez did was pick up Trump's playbook and ran with it. So the Never Trumpers got behind him. And the Rhinos got behind him. And then then uh, Fox picked it up, and they're they trying to make them fight. The Democrats want to make the Republicans fight to split the ticket. That's all you have, because they never talk about who they got. You know they don't like Biden, but they just want us to fight on this side. So when DeSantis, they first asked him, he said he wouldn't run against Trump. Why all of a sudden he running against Trump? You know, when he could just let Trump go by, whatever. If he get incarcerated, all right, fine. But just let Trump go by without any hesitation, and then you do the next eight years. What's up with that? We know you'll get it after him, and he only can do four. So what's the problem? It ain't no problem. They don't want Trump in there because Trump going to clean house when he get in there. You understand? And that needs to be done. The DOJ, everybody needs to be fired in the DOJ. Okay? And then, and then one, what three letters the peop- that people aren't talking about is the CIA. Okay? Because, look, who has all that Harvey... Right, right, uh, Harvey Epstein, the Epstein uh, evidence. That's who's actually running the country. They got all the evidence, but then it's still not public. Where is it? Whoever got it, they got a whole, a whole bunch of secrets to a, a bunch of uh, important people. Okay? Even to the top dude at the Supreme Court. Okay? Because all of them been over there. Nobody talks about that either. You know? But all that stuff is very pertinent to what's going on today. And it's kind of it's kind of sad, you know? I mean, besides you and a couple of other people on um, on the Internet, you know, that's the only place you can actually get real news now. You can't get real news on any of these stations other than my probably news now. I like news now. So. And uh, what's another one? The other one they have. Yeah, Newsmax. I like Newsmax. The rest of them garbage. Mainstream, I don't even listen to mainstream anymore. You know, it's indoctrination. That's all it is. But sorry to hold up your time. Oh, it's, all, it's all good, man. Thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. All right, cool. All right, great call, great call. You guys are fantastic. If you like what you have heard tonight, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a good, I mean, that, that was a good call. And I, I see both sides of that about the support for DeSantis versus Trump. One thing I wanted to say about the prices of homes in Florida and rent and whatnot. I mean, everybody wants to go to Florida. That's the problem. It's, it's a double-edged sword. With success comes, when, when, you, when you have success, you're going to have problems. What did they say? More money, more problems? When everybody wants to come to Florida, everybody wants to be in your state, everybody wants to reap the benefits of what the census has done, you're going to get a lot of people that flock in a high demand for housing. So this is going to drive the prices up. Okay, you want to live in Miami? You want to be right there, uh, Brickell, downtown, all of that? Okay, it's going, to, it's going to cost because everybody want to come here. If it's one apartment available and 100 people that want that same apartment, in order to narrow down the people that can apply you got to raise the price it's supply and demand it's unfortunate but it is what it is man if you want lower prices you got to go to a more undesirable location it sucks but that's what happens when you are successful if florida was not attractive as a place to live then the prices wouldn't be so high it wouldn't be so much traffic coming to a place like that that's that's all that it is you know and other places they're starting to lose people uh california 
specifically San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York City, they're losing people. Now, those places are still expensive because of the policies there. And also, they're still in high demand, regardless of whether or not people are leaving. You know, exactly. Renee says success causes high cost of living. That's just that's just what it's going to be. It's really unfortunate, but it is what it is. You know, so I, I, I understand where he's coming from. But it's like, what are you really going to do? What what can you do about that? You know, Chad said it right. Pay the cost to be the boss. All right. That is going to wrap it up for me. Thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the Internet. Uh, if you like what you hear tonight, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. Thank you to all the mods for keeping the trolls nice and check and the chat nice and clean. Thank you to everybody that's been watching, retweeting, super chatting, and whatever. I appreciate you for that. Couldn't do the show without you. And I got super chats to read right here. Then I wrap it on up, put the bowl clean on top. Um, I'm reading someone to chat here as I before I close on out as well. Hold on. Here, here's something right here. Rebecca says, I paid $226,000 for my house, and it's now worth $700,000. I want to cash in, but I just love Florida so much because DeSantis is what I'm saying. Exactly. Exactly. You know, when you have a place that's more desirable, prices are going to go up. Same things happen here with my house. I got a lot of equity in my house, too. I kind of want to cash out, but it's like, why? I, I want to stay in Tennessee. No state tax. Great location. Okay. Good weather. It doesn't really snow here too much. It's pretty much warm. Like right now, it's about 70 degrees, you know. It's, it's all good. And the summertime is nice and warm. Uh, I like the small town feel, but it's also a city. I love it. I love it. You know, I, I will only move either to closer to Nashville or closer to Atlanta. But if I go to Atlanta, now I got state tax. I'd rather would stay right where I'm at. Close to Atlanta, but not really in Atlanta. Close to Nashville, but not really in Nashville. If I need to hop on the plane and fly, I can just drive to ATL, hour and a half, 90 minutes, and go where I got to go. Easy money. Park my car right there at the airport if I need to. Simple. It's just, it's so convenient. It's so, the cost of living is very low. Traffic is not bad. It's just a good place to live. So it's like, yeah, you want to cash out, but now where would I go? Where would I go? Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. I like I like going to Miami. My my spot for real is Tampa. I love Tampa. Tampa, Florida, one of the best cities in America for me personally. I love Tampa. Miami's cool too, but Tampa is right up my alley. That's that's if I was to move anywhere, it'd be there. But last time I was there, it was packed. Everybody wants to go there. Everybody wants to be there. Uh somebody says I should be on Tim Cast. I love to go on Tim Cast. All they gotta do is invite me. All they gotta do is invite me. I'm like an obscure big YouTuber. It's it's kind of weird. But hey man, they they invite me, I'll go on there. I go anywhere they invite me. You know, it's it's all good. Okay. Super chats right here. I'm gonna read these right quick. Um, thank you to Leo Mazzino who says, Does this congressman know about the gun free zones? He's probably speaking about Jamal Bowman from New York when he was arguing with uh, Thomas Massey. Good point. Thank you to Michael Crystal who says, Thoughts on Andrew Tate's release from jail. Uh, shout out to Andrew Tate and his brother Tristan. They both got released from jail. I don't even really know what the what they were in jail for. It's talking about human trafficking or something. I, I don't. I mean, if it was if that was the case, then they wouldn't have been three months in jail. <laughs> that seems like that's not really a long time for human trafficking. But anyway, 
So yeah, they're out. Um, when they go live, they're gonna break the internet. They're going to break the interwebs for sure. They they're gonna do it. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to their content when they, um, when they make content. And I know Tate, he's talking about he's Muslim and he's uh, observing um, Ramadan and all this and that. I want to see if he got stronger in his religion when he was in jail or what happened. I want to see. I want to hear what they got to say, basically. Okay. Um, but he says Miami has better looking women in Tampa. Of course, Mo- Miami. Of course, Miami's going to have better looking women in Tampa because Miami is where they want to go. That's like the the spot. For these real pretty girls from all over the world, not just all over America, not just all over Florida, but all over the world, they want to go right down to Miami, South Beach. Oh, but these are gonna be girls that are—they're not out there just to be pretty for no reason. And I'll, I'll leave it right there because we got little kids watching, so I digress. <laughs> hey, next time I'm, I'm gonna go. Hey, whenever I go to Miami, I'll let you know. Um, Amrox, I'll let you guys know when I'm going to some some of these cities. I'll let you guys know what's going on for sure. Last time I was in Miami was right around my birthday last year, September. Um, it was cool. I, I enjoyed it. I stayed right there in Brickell. Loved it. I like to be able, like I said before, I like to be able to, I don't like, resor- I hate resorts. Don't send me to a resort. I've been to Miami twice recently. Well, yeah, twice. One time I was in um, Trump Doral at the resort. Hated it. I mean, nice people and whatnot, but really it was like a retirement community. It, it, mm-mm. Then I went to Brickell and I was in like a Hyatt or something right there in the mix. Loved it. Loved it. I want to be able to walk around at night, go from here to there, everywhere and enjoy myself. Not even, I'm not even a club person. I like to just walk around, go to a museum, go to a a restaurant, go to a mall or something like that. That's what I enjoy doing. Explore stuff. Um, but I digress. Thank you to Dutch Schaefer who says, Hey, ABO, did you see Madonna said she was going to perform a concert in Nashville and donate the proceedings to trans groups? I believe it was on the same day as the shooting. Yeah, it's pretty gross. You gave me the vomit emoji right there at the end. That's pretty gross. Madonna's a gross person. Madonna, if you look up gross in a dictionary, a picture of Madonna's right next to it. She's a gross person. And of course, she would say a thing, she would say a thing like that. You know, all that surgery she's done to her face pretty much matches on the inside. She appears to be a science experiment. She appears to be a human glob of goo. That's what the brain got going on with it as well. But I think that will be a wrap for me. So you guys have been fantastic. Can't wait to the next time. I'll be live again next time on Wednesday, of course. Same bad channel, same bad place, same bad time. But until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.